4: Clip, what's
3: up? It's bright.
2: I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic
5: fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all a little better.
1: Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome
5: in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios coming to you on a sunny chilly but I'm wearing shorts Thursday edition of the show on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville 104.1 in Washington we're on 125930 online PR927FM.com and we already got the chat game going over on YouTube join us there on Pirate Radio TV or on Facebook Live and you can pop in a question, comment, concern I would like to hear your favorite Super Bowl prop for Sunday, player prop, game prop, entertainment prop, whatever you got, because I've jotted down some that I like. I gave homework to the boys. Chon has his favorite prop. Zach, uh, I think we'll have a prop or two ready for us. We'll talk to Jeff and they do coming up in about 25 minutes or so. And discuss that, the game itself, and more. Talk about uh, Nadeau's big hit on the racetrack earlier this week. That's coming up in hour number one. Hour two, Zach Kaplan, WNCT Channel 9, will join us. He was at uh, Sports Trivia last night. Great turnout last night. It was a big game. Getting ready for the big game. Uh, We'll talk to Zach about what's going on here locally. A lot of area signings for ecu football and other sports so uh, we'll talk some area sports ecu athletics and more with zach kaplan big hour three on tap uh greg hudson will join us in the pirate radio studios and we'll talk to former east carolina db dakota marshall so we'll get some uh greg hudson dakota marshall stories coming up in hour number three of today's show we will kick off today's edition in about three minutes we'll go out to the pirate radio live line and talk live to aaron fit from d1 baseball get you ready for the upcoming baseball season get his thoughts on the pirates get his thoughts on the american the state of north carolina and nationally uh what the college baseball landscape will look like in 2024 so i got all that on the way on today's edition of pirate radio live Derek says good day for some prl it is a good day i'm excited about i guess the game itself but then everything surrounding the super bowl talked to uh name redacted last night i got to put together my annual prop sheet for Uh, his Super Bowl shindig. So starting to look at some props and and get excited about this game. It kind of stinks because I am pulling for the 49ers, but I think the Chiefs are going to win. So I'm a little torn on that one. But uh, I I am looking forward to the game. If you've got a favorite prop bet, let us know on uh, Facebook, YouTube, or X. Uh, Steve says, the opening segment today can't top yesterday's. Steve also said clip and chon i need some people to scrimmage my seventh eighth graders tonight at practice are y'all game free icy hot ironically i asked shirley about 30 minutes ago if she would rub me down with icy hot that i have provided i've brought into the studio but she declined so uh if anyone out there would like to apply the icy hot let me know because i could use it right now Chan yesterday i thought he was joking but he was being serious he said his arm hurt from shooting i was like what are you talking about and then i woke up and i could barely straighten out my arm today <laughs> that's crazy how if you don't use something in your body for 15 20 years it hurts but uh zach you'll have these problems one day you are out there touching rim almost dunking chasing rebounds i bet you feel great today
6: I, I got no problems. Yeah,
5: you're a spring chicken. You all right, Shirley? There's a, hey, a bug. Oh, I thought you got electrocuted or something.
6: I no, I found it. Never mind. We're good.
5: Get the bug out of here. Um. Oh wow, we got breaking news. Big news coming from Alex Harper via YouTube. Oh. He says, "I have a confession. Killer Mike is not that bad. He went from I don't know Killer Mike." a Killer Mike, not that bad. I got to give him credit, man. Because I don't know if I made a comment about today's current music and I didn't know an artist and Alex said, hey, man, you got to hear this. You, you got to hear him. He's great. And sends me a link. Odds are I'm not going to click that link because I'm old and I don't care about new music. But for him to take the effort... To go listen to old outcast and old killer mike alex i'm gonna give you a lot of credit for that son very good very good uh perry says hello prl hope everybody's having a great day I know Perry's excited, PJ's pumped, because it's almost ECU baseball season, and we'll talk about that right now, joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line. You know we had to get him in before the start of the 2024 season. He is Aaron Fitt from D1 Baseball, joining us on Pirate Radio Live. Aaron, how you doing, man? I'm good, Clip.
7: How
5: you doing? Doing great, and uh, man, we've been getting some chilly but clear pretty nice february weather we just hope that can stick around one more week aaron for some baseball here in greenville and across the state and the country and excited uh going into this year and First we will uh, we'll get your take on the Pirates, Aaron. Overall, I was able to check out a little bit of the scrimmage on Sunday and uh, see some of the parts they have coming back and some of the new pieces. When you look at what Cliff Godwin has returning, the guys he's brought in via high school, via the transfer portal, uh, what's your 2024 outlook on ECU?
7: Yeah, it's just kind of, you know, a rinse and repeat here for, for East Carolina. They're going to be really good again. You know, clearly the team to beat in the American. Um I think we've got them ranked, what, around number 12 or so in the preseason. I mean, a team that looks like it's got a really good chance to host a regional again and, you know, make an Omaha run. It's it, it's all there. I, I really like it in particular that they've got high-end, front-line starting pitching. You know, I, I feel like that's always a separator. Um, when you've got uh, a couple of arms that you can run out there in the first two games of a potential super regional that can shut somebody down. And, and ECU's had teams like that before. Uh, they've gotten very close to Omaha, you know, when you've got a Gavin Williams or, um, you know, uh, an Agnos at the front of your rotation, that really helps. And, of course, now you've got a first-team All-American in Trey Savage, uh, who I think is going to have a monster year. I mean, he had a huge year last year, and, and he's I think he's only gotten better. Um, and, and then Zach Root, just a big-time breakout guy, as a sophomore behind him, a lefty that got a lot of experience last year, has got real stuff. So I love that one-two punch plenty of pitching depth around those guys you know you got a real closer with Danny Beal who's got experience and, and it's another balanced you know exciting lineup
5: Aaron Fit joining us and I'm in the East Carolina bubble a lot of us are we know Trey Savage is, uh, is very good Aaron but sometimes I don't know how good he is kind of compared to the best across the country apparently you think uh, he's up there did I see him number three in a D1 baseball ranking for starting pitchers this year
7: yeah, we have him number three behind only Josh Hartle from Wake Forest and, and Hagen Smith from Arkansas. Wow. Uh, and th- and then it's the Savage, you know. And, and uh, if if I had to pick one of those guys right now, I might pick Trey. I mean, you know, it, it's really close between those three. It really is. But I, I think Trey's a, a slam dunk. I mean, just if you look at the success he had last year, he's going to dominate certainly their schedule. Um, and it's a guy that it, it's you know, mid to high nineties with command and plus a, a wiped out slider that he can command and he's got a splitter that he can get swing swing and miss with and, and now he's flipping that curveball too. It's just a really complete guy. So uh just a, a special talent.
5: Aaron I was thinking about this today that the last couple years we've seen bounce back uh, seasons from Pirates and I guess a couple years ago Bryson Worrell fit that category um, last year Josh Moylan coming off a down year had a good year for East Carolina uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward maybe fits into that category this year he had that injury. Uh, that was brutal, that we don't wish upon any man, uh, that he suffered last year, says he's ready to go 100% now. So he's certainly in that camp. How about, you know, comeback players or or breakout players on this ECU team? Who fits that mold for you?
7: Yeah, and certainly you're right. You know, J.C., that's a guy that – and it's funny. We say, you know, he had a down year last year because he set the bar pretty high as a freshman, but he still hit, you know, 293, hit nine home runs. He had a fine year, uh, but there is, you know, a lot more – Potential there. I mean, if he if he's healthy all year long, uh, it's a different animal. So yeah, I think I think it's fair to, to label him as, as that as a, a guy that's going to have a much bigger year than he had last year. Uh, but Ryan McChrystal comes to mind, you know, and and he was kind of the buzzy guy in fall camp back in fall twenty twenty two. They were really excited about him. Then he got hurt uh, and and just kind of got you know got blocked really. Justin Wilcox and ran with that catcher job, and Crystal kind of got buried a little bit. Didn't get a lot of playing time last year, but. Um, they still like him. I mean, you know, it, 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 there is really a lot to like about that that left-handed swing. There is power potential. Uh, I suspect you'll see a lot of time at DH and, and maybe spell Will Coxon as well behind the plate because he can throw. You know, he, he can catch. I mean, there's he, he's a talented catcher in his own right. So they're they're lucky to have some insurance at that crucial position. But uh, that for me is kind of an obvious guy that I, I would think would be that that bounce back, and you can throw Dixon Williams in there. I mean, for me, Dixon Williams falls more into the breakout category yeah. um, as, as a sophomore, but somebody that didn't play much last year um, that they're they're really excited about. I, I would expect he'll be the everyday third baseman. I'm not sure what exactly they're doing in, in their early scrimmages here this spring, but that's where I would expect to see him. And, and uh, He's just a, an athletic dude who I think can can fill up the stat sheet, do, do a lot of different things to help and play really good defense.
5: Aaron Fit D1 Baseball, joining us. Uh, if you go to D1 Baseball right now, you can check out the American Athletic Conference preview with uh, Trey Savage right there front and center on D1 Baseball. All kinds of goodies there. We'll tell you everything they got going on um, in just a moment. Aaron, you mentioned uh, a moment ago ECU, the favorite in the American, and every year we have these uh, preview chats. You have said that phrase. How about the influx of new teams how does that affect this conference? How does it affect ECU standing? Uh, which one of these uh, new teams could challenge the Pirates this year?
7: Yeah, I definitely think it makes it a better league. Um, I, I don't think that hurts East Carolina because I think they're still clearly the class of the league. But I think it it helps them because it gives you a chance. I think to have even a better RPI. Um, you know, Charlotte, Florida Atlantic, UTSA, these have all been contenders in Conference USA over the last few years. I mean, UTSA is really a, a rising program under, under Patrick Hallmark and, you know, FAU has been a consistent winner kind of in that UNC Wilmington tier of, of teams that are like kind of consistent regional programs for the last 20 years. Um, and, and Charlotte is, is like UTSA with, uh, with Robert Woodard at the helm there. I think they've, they're trying to make their third regional in the last four years. You know, they're really, uh, for me, it's Charlotte's the number two team here, although it's, Kind of unclear because a lot of these teams have a ton of turnover, and it's just hard to, to know what to expect nowadays with the portal. I mean, yeah. the, the landscape is so different. Um, and ECU is one of those teams that hasn't really done it that way. They're really just kind of sticking to their uh, their developmental plan. And yeah, you plug in a transfer here or there as you need to. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's, I love the way East Carolina still runs things, you know, where you've got these program guys that get better and better. But a lot of teams, you know, you, you lose a bunch of guys, and, and Charlotte did because they had a very good year last year. Lost a bunch of guys to the draft and graduation, uh, as you would expect, and so they went out and just you know got a whole bunch of transfers and, and plugged them in there, and, and I think they did a very good job with it. That's why I think they're probably a, a regional caliber team, uh, but you just never know. But uh, uh, they, they've got some power arms there, especially in the bullpen. Some guys that I really like. I think they should have a very good bullpen. Um, you know, kind of a a nice blend of some power and some speed in, in the lineup. You got a couple returning you know, pretty good players like a Caden Hobson or, a, um, uh, you know, Brandon Stallman at shortstop, some nice up-the-middle pieces. So they, they feel like the the biggest contender, but I uh, think ECU clearly, you know, well ahead.
5: Aaron Fit joining us. That's interesting, Aaron. It, we kind of see what ECU does as far as, yeah, they'll grab a guy here or there, or Chris Kaler, somebody out of the portal, but mostly they are going the traditional route, and I was wondering if that was the case more so in baseball than football and basketball the roster turnover is crazy now in those sports it sounds like you're saying it's the same in baseball but maybe we just don't see it here at ECU but your job has become tougher these last few years Aaron doing previews with all the new faces everywhere
7: yeah it's really uh you know, it used to be you'd kind of have a, a trajectory that you could follow for a program, right? I mean, you get a strong freshman class in, you kind of expect a little jump in sophomore, and then year three, this is their year to make a run. And now it's just, you know, all bets are off. I mean, the portal is, is, is a real game changer. And, you know, some teams, it's like they're shopping they're in the portal more than in the high school ranks. And they throw in some JUCO guys, too. You can really transfer in a hurry. You know, it may not even be necessary to have these kind of transitional years anymore. You can just instantly plug your, your holes. And so, um, it'll be fascinating to see how this all plays out over the next, you know, five years. And, um, i don't know all i know is it's here to stay it's it has made it more difficult to forecast what's going to happen that is certainly true uh
5: we got aaron on another five to ten minutes if you want to get in a question on youtube or facebook you could do so jack says ask aaron how did he pass up on jc and starman jacob starling uh for the Fitty barrel squad well you can't choose everybody but sounds like you like jc this year and and uh and jacob starling one of those uh possible breakout guys for ecu as well aaron
7: yeah, that's a great point, and I don't know if that's, is that a reference to our, we just did a kind of a fantasy draft uh, at D1 Baseball based on our position rankings, where we all kind of constructed our own teams. I didn't realize that was posted yet, but um, uh, but yeah, it looks like it is posted, so there you go. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a quick poll right there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Star, Starling's one of my favorite players, too, and that one, uh, that, that's a whiff by me. You know, our hand up there, I, I, I went for a two-way player at second base who could help me in the bullpen also, but Starling's awesome, man. That guy's a whole lot of fun to watch he has been for uh, quite a while now and he's just gotten better and better you know and it, it kind of occurred to me uh as i was previewing east carolina he, you know he, he's so much more than just the energy guy and just the, he's always kind of that clutch player that came through with the big hit for you it seemed like but he, he kind of does it all he fills it up for for undersized dude um hit you know double digit home runs last year he sold almost 20 bags i mean he plays great defense i mean he, he's one of the best players in the field uh, and and you know credit to him, he's just really worked hard and made himself into a a really really good player. And 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 as we talked about, you know Jenkins Cowart. I mean that guy. He, he, I would expect him to have a monster year as a junior.
5: Aaron always asks you, is there a front runner this year? We saw uh, Wake Forest in the season they had. I think going into this year, when we had our chat with you last year, LSU was the team. Uh, that that you had at the top, and uh, they were the team at the end. But Wake Forest had something to say about it during the regular season. How about this year? Is it um, you know a couple of teams there at the top in a gap? Is it uh, a lot of parity? Uh, how do you think it shakes out at the top this year?
7: Well, we had kind of a spirited debate in the preseason uh, between Wake Forest and then three SEC teams: Florida, Arkansas, LSU. Um, I didn't think going into that discussion that Wake was. Maybe the slam dunk number one, uh, you know, uh, for me they lost a lot of key guys from last year. I mean, multiple All-Americans on the mound, and you know Brock Wilkin in the lineup, and a you know a whole bunch of guys that were that were key parts of that thing. But and then you kind of break it down, and my goodness, they've got five preseason All-Americans this year. I mean, again, a team that picked its spots on the portal and just hit home runs with with Chase Burns from Tennessee, um, who it's just, I mean. Listen, the guy has got absurd stuff. He was a national freshman of the year two years ago. Um, kind of just had an off sophomore year, wound up in the bullpen. But um, now you, you got him with, in my opinion, one of the very best pitching coaches in the country, Corey Mascara. Uh, I saw a video of Burns in a scrimmage this week, and wow. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of terrifying how good that guy could be uh, if he can you know, iron out a few things that it seems like he has. So you throw him in there with Hartle and Michael Massey. Your whole rotation now is preseason All Americans. Uh, you throw in Seaver King, who was a team USA guy this summer. He's your starting center fielder. That's another preseason All-American. And then Nick Kurtz is back at first base. So uh, that star power is unmatched. And, and, uh, you know, I don't think they're quite as deep as they were last year in certain areas, especially on the mound, but uh, there's still a lot to like. And it, it does feel like they're, they're clearly the team to beat. And now, you know, as we've talked about before, the number one team in the country doesn't usually win at all because you get, you got to be the hottest team. It's not usually the best team that wins it, but, um, you know, last year it happened. Wake LSU was preseason number one, and they won it all. That's the first time I can remember that happening. So uh, maybe maybe the the jinx is over. Maybe it's Wake Forest's turn.
5: Aaron Fit joining us. Aaron, kind of a, a big picture question here with all the realignment and the the new world of college athletics. Uh, the one thing I fear is they're going to take away my NCAA tournament, my March Madness. Love the Cinderella. Love the underdog. You can say the same about the regionals and the road to Omaha, you know, any concerns that there will be a split off? And if so, will it just stick to football? Will that affect uh, what we see postseason with baseball? Have you thought about what this might look like uh, five, 10, 15 years from
4: now?
7: Yeah, it's certainly, it feels like we're on the brink of some seismic changes, doesn't it? It just, you know, the current model doesn't really feel sustainable. Um, where, where you've got all this consolidation, of course, with the power conferences, and the power conferences just keep getting bigger and bigger. Um, where, where are we headed? I mean, is it just going to be, you've got the SEC and the Big Ten, and there's only two teams, only two leagues left, and there's, you know, 50 teams in those two leagues, and then, you know, that's it. And they're they're playing for the big prize. Everybody else just gets table scraps. I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, um, you know, may, maybe it, it, it's a situation where we've got like a, a totally different, Structure for football with their conference realignment the conference alignment versus every other sport because what we got now is nonsense i mean you know stanford and cal playing in the atlantic coast conference i mean you know the, all the whole the, the, the dissolution of the pac-12 is just a it's an athletic tragedy you know it's not a real world tragedy but as far as athletics go it's just sad because that was a wonderful league that made so much sense you know the symmetry of it you had two teams in in washington two teams in oregon two teams in norcal two in socal two in Arizona, and they all kind of you know would, would play home and homes one trip each year to each place it was just like a, actually a perfect baseball conference in a lot of ways and now you've got it all broken up with some of those teams going to the acc some of the big 10 some of the big 12 and that stinks um and and you know I, I i don't know i guess the genie's out of the bottle i can sit here and, and Cry about it, but uh, I don't think the Pac 12 is coming back. And so, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's, maybe the answer is just we have a, um, a, a one double A type of a division structure that, that could happen in baseball as, as, as the SEC and those, those power conference teams pour more and more resources into it. And you're Stony Brook, how are you going to compete? You know, it's already hard enough for them, but I can't imagine it's going to get any easier.
0: Well,
5: whatever it does, it does shake out. However it does, Aaron Fit will be covering it and covering it well. Mr. College Baseball, Aaron Fitt, joining us, go to D1Baseball.com. They've got uh, previews for the conferences, uh, player uh, position rankings, things like that, the fantasy draft he just spoke about from the D1 Baseball podcast. Uh, what else, Aaron, uh, can people find there if, if they want to subscribe and be a part of it?
7: Yeah, boy, I mean, we've our staff is going to be all over it once we get to opening day here um you know covering the country all season long Uh, you know, podcasts, uh, top 25 stuff. Uh, Of course, you can read the American Athletic Conference Preview on the site today, as you mentioned. Um, We've got more conference previews coming out over the next week leading up to opening day. So check us out, d1baseball.com.
5: And Aaron, I'm sure we'll see you at Clark LeClaire a time or two this year. And and I'm curious, as we let you go, do you have a schedule of games you're attending or do you kind of do that on the fly, week to week? Do you you know where you'll be or are you uh, up in the air on that?
7: i mapped out the first three weeks or so. You know, the, the first three weeks are so valuable for us because you can get those tournaments with yeah. a whole bunch of teams in, in one stop. And so as much as I, I love to see that North Carolina ECU series in week two, I think that's a wonderful uh, traveling series. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be on the road seeing some teams out in Texas, you know, so I can get more bang for my buck. But after that, we'll kind of see how the season plays out.
5: Good deal. Well, we'll see you this season, Aaron, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Appreciate you joining us today, man. All right, Cliff, you got it. Aaron Fit D1 Baseball. You know it's coming when uh, we get Aaron Fitt on Pirate Radio Live. Great to talk to him. Head over to D1 Baseball uh, to get your baseball fixed. I know a lot of you out there are huge Pirate fans and college baseball junkies and D1 Baseball, the place to go. All right, let's take a break. When we return, Jeff Nadeau will join us on the Pirate Radio Live line. We'll talk to Nadeau about... Super Bowl props. I've got a few that I like. We'll see what Zach and Sean have. We'll see what Nate has got. Talk about the game itself and more when we roll on. A Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
4: Five, four, seven, three.
1: Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Do you need custom T-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitiesportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
5: Good read, Shirley. Now, she will grab the phone, which I assume could be the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. Jonathan is here
0: in the house baby what's up johnny hey clipper
5: how are you today i'm good man are you sore like me
0: uh no not that bad but like i said if i go like this with my arm it, it, it's tight
5: I'm putting up all them J's it's yesterday has hurt the, the arm a little bit all right we uh head out to the pirate radio live line joining us the big man on campus chef nadu on a thursday ahead of the super bowl nadu how you doing man
2: good how are
5: you clip i'm doing good uh we were talking about something on the air the other day and shirley broke into the show with breaking news to report on jeff nadu's big win uh at the racetrack uh tell us about that jeff what happened earlier this week
4: uh
2: well i mean i've been playing horses like i normally do i mean i i generally look at the smaller tracks on monday tuesday and i uh I saw a card at the late pick four at parks that I really liked. I thought there were some horses that could surprise for some big prices. I got the first three races correct, and I had the final race. And anybody that knows horse racing knows that when you do a pick four, pick five, each horse is valued at a different price based on their odds. And I had the two favorites, which it would have paid out about $1,000 on a $36 bet. And I had one other horse which would have paid out twenty three and a half thousand, but it was the longest horse in the field. And I actually only included the horse because at the end I thought it had some speed at the end that it could maybe surprise. And and, and you know it had a great name. That was another reason I really threw it in because it had a a mafia name. I, I threw it in. It was a cheap price. Threw it in. And the horse is in dead last at the far turn. He just put on a great ride and. It came in. It, it was it was a once in a lifetime thing. I mean, anybody that bets horse racing knows how hard it is to to hit a pick four, pick five, but to hit it at the biggest price at that price is unheard
5: of that's awesome man and that's got to rank up there uh for uh all-time wins for you and and i don't know i'm sure i've asked you this in the past jeff but yeah. do any wins come to mind for you in your gambling career that uh are your favorites for one reason or another maybe it's because the biggest payout maybe it was the biggest miracle uh, anything come to mind for you
2: well that one will always be big because um when i was a kid my father had horses and i always uh, i always enjoyed horses and i got into betting it and um, That would be one, but I remember when I was first starting out in gambling. This was probably, I want to say it was 2013. I mean, it was a good 10, 11 years ago. I remember I had just gotten an apartment. It was my first apartment I had had, and um, I was DJing at the time. I used to DJ back in the day, and I was DJing at the time, and I had this gig that I was playing. And there was a game that night. It was the first year Jared Golf was at Cal, and they were really bad. I mean, they had a horrible defense. I remember Oregon State had a really good team. Uh, Sean Manning was the quarterback. Brandon Cooks was on that team. And they were laying 10 at, uh, against the Cal at home. And I remember saying to myself, you know, I don't have $2,000. But I said, I'm going to wager 2000 And this was back when you could call bets in and you could just bet whatever you wanted. And then when you lost, you had to pay or they would have an issue with you. And I, I remember betting in and I said, I can't. If I lose this, I'm screwed. I am always betting like $50 a game at the time. Right. But I loved the game. I remember. Uh, I remember they won forty five ten. I remember I I canceled the gig I had that night. I sat in my living room with the door open and I just watched the game. And it was it was a blot. I think it was thirty five three and half. It was <laughs> it was beautiful. That's I awesome. Remember that.
5: Good yeah. stuff, Jeff and they joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Hopefully, uh, you folks out there will have a win like that uh, coming up this weekend for Super Bowl Sunday. I I gave some homework to the boys here jeff uh to come up with their favorite props and i've got a few that i want to pass along as well usually we ask you today we'll give you uh some of ours and get your take on it how about that so uh, um good let's see who who wants to start I'll Sean? Ahead. All right, yeah. go ahead, Sean. Where'd All right, so,
0: so Jeff, I've got one for you. It, it, it intrigued me. I'll see if it intrigues you. Uh, I got Brock Purdy over three and a half rushing attempts. And before I say the line, I will go over a few points that I wrote down here. So the Chiefs allowed the third most rushing attempts to quarterbacks in the regular season. The next point I have is that they allowed the most quarterback rushing attempts in the postseason this year. They have 11 quarterbacks that have exceeded three and a half rushing attempts in the regular season. Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen easily exceeded three-and-a-half rushing attempts uh, this postseason. Tua was close. He had three. Now, Brock Purdy in the postseason, in the two games this postseason, versus the Packers, six attempts, versus the Lions, five. The line on that is plus 135, Jeff. What do you think about that?
2: Yeah, that's a great handicap by you. I mean, he also had several games this year. We had some big ones. I mean, he played Cincinnati, he had six. Minnesota, he had five. He had, you know, the occasional rush. And, look, he's a good athlete. We all know that. Uh, we know the Kansas City Chiefs uh, are going to be without uh, one of their linemen in this game. Um, yeah, I don't hate it. I think that's a great handicap for you. Obviously, it's something that he's done in, in the first two playoff games against, you know, defenses that I guess aren't as good. But, yeah, I could, I could see it where he tries to use his legs, get a couple big gainers. And, again, it's not something you would expect. Three and a half is kind of a tough one because he does have a lot of games where he did have three. I think he had four or five games where he had three rushing uh, yard, uh carries, and that was it. I actually, it's funny you mentioned rushing attempts because I actually liked uh, I actually like McCaffrey a little bit. I get a weird feeling they're going to lean on him. This is not a good. I think which what help yours as well and mine is this isn't a great rush defense. I think we have to wonder why the Baltimore Ravens didn't run the ball more uh, against uh, a bad rush defense. So I think. Whether it's McCaffrey or whether it's you know even something like yours with Brock Purdy, I think that's waging on rushing attempts for me looks looks solid here.
5: Chan, I don't know if it hits. I don't even care if it hits. I'm just proud of you for doing the the legwork and the research. I'm impressed.
0: It was actually pretty fun, and I think I'm going to put that bet in right now.
5: <laughs> well
6: done. All right, um, intern Zach, you got one. I do. I didn't do quite as much in depth research as Chan did. That's All a right. little impressive. Um, the thing that I found that intrigued me, at least, uh, Brock Purdy under one point five passing touchdowns.
5: Mm, okay,
6: he's done it eight or nine times this season. I forgot already. It was eight or nine times already. He's only going for one or zero, and like they were saying, heavy on Christian McCaffrey yeah. running or him running, I or just, Debo running, Debo or running. they do a lot of different yeah. things. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't think he's gonna pass much. If he is, he's not gonna score on him.
5: Jeff, do you know what the uh, uh, what, plus one ten plus one? Okay, it's plus money. Any thoughts on that? <laughs>
6: I mean, he
2: didn't do it in either playoff game. He only threw one in, in both playoff games, and those were two defenses that weren't as strong as, as this one. Um, that said, look, I don't think people realize how hard it is to throw three or more touchdowns. I mean, it just doesn't happen very often. Um, now, in this case, you just need two. I, that's kind of a tough one. That's a coin flip to me. Um, I think when you look back at some of the greatest Super Bowl performances, I mean, it's it's generally two. I mean, one, and a half's a tough number. Especially at like like what is it even money? You're just not getting enough value to me there. Uh, I'd lean over personally. Look, if you're getting under and you're getting like a dollar fifty back or something, you know maybe I'd take a shot there. But um, that said, I think it does present an interesting point that they do have so many different ways to score touchdowns. You have to figure. I mean, teams are only going to get in the red zone. I don't know four or five times. I mean, with so many options to run the ball, and obviously you, know, you could you know, hand the ball if Devo could make something happen. Yeah, I, I think he
5: gets two, personally. All right, um, before I tell you the bet and the number on it, would you guys be interested in uh, a prop that's hit in four straight Super Bowls? You'd be into that, right? Absolutely. How about seven out of the last eight Super Bowls? That sounds pretty tasty, right? <laughs> Very tasty. How about eight out of ten, Chandler? Oh, man, you it's in tastier. I don't even tell you what it is. You're in, right? I'm in. Yeah. Um, there is an issue. Jeff probably won't like it because it's uh, it might be a little too juicy for him. Minus one thirty-five shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. It's hit in four straight Super Bowls, seven of the last eight, eight out of the last ten. Give me a pass interference in the end zone. Give me the Niners running it inside the ten, getting down to the one, punching it in. Again, this has hit a lot. It hits a lot in every game, which is why it's minus money, but minus one thirty five, shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. What do you think, Jeff?
2: Uh <laughs> yeah, I, I'm always one that, that I always play that this doesn't happen. I think it's more likely to not happen than just to
5: get the plus money.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean Again, you're, you're kind of – then again, though, I mean, it's the NFL, which they call penalties constantly. So I, I guess I could see it. These are two pretty good defenses that you know, generally the, the mark of a good defense is doing it without fouling or, or committing a, 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 a penalty in football or in basketball. So, yeah, I always hate that one. I've almost looked to stay away from it going forward. It's just something that I hate. I, I always seem to screw me when I play it. So I kind of avoided it personally. Uh, but, hey, it's hitting, what, eight of – oh, Yeah
5: four in a row Uh, i wanted to get something with plus money so i I want the niners to win i think i'm taking the chiefs so i'm gonna go alternate line you can go minus two and a half but if you go up to chiefs minus three you get one uh, plus 155 which is a a pretty good number and speaking of quarterbacks running the ball patrick mahomes uh, longest rush over 12 and a half yards that again it's it's even money pretty much uh it's, it's minus 115 both ways i saw it over or under, but he's done it in two of three playoff games. He uh did it nine times in the regular season, nine seven times he didn't, nine times he did, so he's doing it more than he didn't. So Mahomes over twelve and a half rushing yards. Uh I like that one too. On his longest rush, that is. Um anything else, Zach or Chandler? Y'all, y'all are good. they do uh what are your favorite props for the weekend? Yeah, so I'll
2: I'll stick to on the field first. Um, I, I bet this a while ago, Kelsey, anytime touchdown, I bet it at, uh, I believe it was a dollar 10 down to, uh, or, or around a dollar 10. It's right around there. Now I'm surprised this hasn't been bet a little bit more. I feel like this was a trendy pick. Look, they always looked to him in the red zone with some of the things off the field. I feel like he's going to be an integral party. to just always get open and he's very good for a touchdown generally in playoff games. I do want to focus more on, um, stuff that's not necessarily on the field. I know you like these clips occasionally. Um, this is a good one. Uh, this is one of my favorites. Will Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey be shown kissing at any point on February 11th? This is really dependent, I believe, on whether they win or not. Yeah. Now I'm saying they will not win. So for me, I'm going to go no at plus 140. I think this is very dependent on a flip. Look, if they win they will be shown kissing. I don't think they're going to win, though. So I think there's value on plus 140 at no. I mean, are they really going to show him if they lose, he's off the field? He's not going to be kissing her on the broadcast because he's going to be playing. Yeah. So I'm going to go no at a dollar forty.
5: I like that because you've also got, like, flight issues. You know, what if something happens, she can't get there. Even if they win, they could embrace, but maybe not lip lock. So you still got a chance even if the chiefs win the game, if the niners win, obviously you're set. So, yeah, plus money there. I like it, Jeff.
2: Right. Um listen. This is actually an interesting this is an interesting one and this is dependent on if you believe the chiefs will win. Will Andy Reid mention Taylor Swift in a speech?
5: <laughs> like after the game?
2: Yeah, this has been a huge discussion. Like he you'd have to think he like does it in like a funny way,
5: maybe. Yeah.
2: Um I don't know. I also like the ones in the box. I've done that before, Clip. The, hey, the one I always
5: bring up is, will John Bon Jovi be in Robert Kraft's box uh, and be shown? And you said yes. And I was like, I didn't even know this was a thing. And sure enough, it popped up, like, the first drive of the game or something. It was crazy.
2: Yeah, I think the best one here is, who will Taylor Swift be shown next to first in Super Bowl whatever it is? Brittany Mahomes at plus 100 is a great play. I mean, I – He's been kind of all over her, and Brittany seems to be an opportunist and always wanting to be around Taylor. So I, I think that's a great one. Um, I think there also could be value on that weirdo Jackson Mahomes. She's not listed here, but um, I, I like Brittany Mahomes. I think she's right next to her as usual.
0: What's the line on uh, Mama Kelsey? It's got to be up there pretty pretty high.
2: No, it's a good call by you. Plus 250. Wow. Huh. All right. Okay. Keep in mind, it has to be shown on the broadcast. She has to be next to her. She could be behind her or below her. So,
5: Right. Uh, Jeff, before we wrap it up and uh, and let you go, I want to get in some college hoops. Zach, I'm going to go to you first. You're our AAC expert. I am. FAU laying five and a half on the road tonight at UAB interesting game what do you think about the owls that's and the blazers a,
6: that's a tough one for fau to go into but how uab's been recently
5: and how fau's been they tend Overall. to kind of they're eight and one in league play they're 18 and four that's great but they are in a lot of tight games
6: yeah uh, they've gotten pretty much every game has been tight uh, uab plays everybody well um they played charlotte well yeah, they still lost but they played play charlotte well uh I don't even know if I could pick on that one. That's a tough one.
5: Well, it sounds like you're leaning maybe the home team plus the points. The
6: home team is usually the way to go, especially with how FAU plays. At 5.5, that's a stretch line.
5: they do. uh, FAU, UAB tonight, Arizona, Utah. Anything else uh, you're looking at in college hoops?
2: Yeah, just kind of go against his point there. I mean, UAB, uh, Florida Atlantic seems to be rolling all of a sudden. They've won five of the last seven by seven points or more. Um, they are starting to, to kind of figure it out, I think, really at both ends. You look at two of the last three games, they've held their opponent under 65 points. Um, I, I look at this game. I, I actually had the game the first time the two teams played. I had the over. Uh, FAU won by 13. They didn't even shoot the ball real well. Under 30% from three. Still found a way to win by 13. I don't know that a change of venue is going to do much here. My issue with UAB, and this is a, a thing very dependent on this group, they are – very dependent on the free throw line they're top 20 in the country in points from the free throw line they get 24% of their points from that if they don't get the right official um, you uh, FAU is very good at not fouling this could be a long night I, I feel like they're kind of figuring it out a little bit FAU starting to get some distance between them and everyone else in this conference
5: good stuff Do enjoyed the chat today man hope you enjoy your uh, super Sunday and we'll catch up with you again next week
2: Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you guys. Thank great. you so
5: much. All right, great stuff. Uh, Jeff Nadu joining us. You can follow on Twitter at Jeff Nadu. Also, check out the Sit Down podcast talking uh, crime, mafia history. Sean, I know you're a fan Sit of down, that, baby. Yep. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get a break in. We'll come back. We'll have more for you. Wrap up hour number one of Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Back with you after this.
4: Did you know me?
9: Trish, it's a lot of people out there
6: down with this OPP thing,
1: right? You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to DrinkPirateWater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water, why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
5: All right, back with you, Power Radio Live. There's a bit of a draft in here.
8: Here it comes.
5: How Gotta do I do it? How do I look? to be honest you look great be honest with you so i saw oh where
2: are you
5: <laughs> i saw uh richard jefferson on what are we watching nba today nba today he is wearing a jacket with no shirt underneath and some chains and i don't have any chains but i did get my jacket and uh going shirtless underneath and i gotta say it feels good I don't know. Uh, I think I need a smaller a, jacket. It's a different look. It is Okay, for first sure. of all,
8: why do you have a jacket on?
0: Because
5: I Oh, suppose. I'm
8: sorry, I had my headphones off, I didn't hear.
0: Richard Jefferson on NBA today is wearing a like a maroon jacket with no shirt underneath. Mm. just bare chest. This and is... clips said, You know what? That looks cool. I'm Got gonna have a little
6: taco it. meat on my chest.
5: Oh god, I have no chest hair.
8: You have a couple of I, I just, you know, like if it was a Jason Kelsey, I might be a, a little disturbed by that because, I mean, that dude's a little hairy.
0: Now what you need to do is take the hat but, off but and that go looks, bald. Y- mm. Like Richard Jefferson.
8: You know what would jazz it up a little bit? Like if you had like a, a really fancy like necklace, you know, like a little, like the necklace I wore the other day, my, my, uh, my fancy one.
5: I've never been a jewelry guy. I guess back in the '90s, I had like a yin yang necklace I got at the beach or something to try to be cool, but it just it wasn't me. The
8: Puka shells. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I did. That I never too. went like
5: puka. shark teeth.
0: Like shark teeth.
8: I did. Yeah. I did shark yeah. teeth. Like a, I never a, did puka you get shell. It like
0: at that store at Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would get those and wear them, and um, yeah.
8: Yeah, I ne- I never did puka shell because they ir- it irritated my neck. But
0: you don't wear but a the watch. Sharp- you don't wear a young. ring. You don't yeah. wear anything?
5: I don't have anything. anything. You
0: don't have any tattoos either?
5: Any accessories.
8: You're like we a, need to get you a tattoo clip.
5: You're a clean cut guy. The body's my temple.
0: <laughs> you somehow look very professional <laughs> despite being naked under a jacket <laughs> and a flat bill pirate radio hat on. Like you still look like you're all business. Jamie it's said
5: again, it looks like I have a peach shirt on
8: it did for a second because actually when you turned i was like oh you must have like a you know just a uh peach looking t-shirt underneath
5: chad said clip did you get your necklace from wings probably
8: with oh my, yeah with
5: a free hermit crab
8: yeah especially back in the day when you went down to atlantic beach and hit the causeway yeah. where the ferris wheel and the bumper cars and all i mean not bumper cars, i got a race big, cars
5: yeah big johnson t-shirt oh yeah budweiser towel just did they the, have all the goodies?
8: Did they have the No Fear shirts there? No Fear. I had the ultimate No Fear shirt and to this day I regret that somehow that disappeared in a move.
5: Eric said I'm trying that look tomorrow for casual Friday. We've got a couple of W uh, NCT guys in the studio. I wonder if they would go with this look. How about everybody for casual Friday tomorrow? Go jacket with no shirt
8: underneath. I will pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because uh, I could tell you I have a lot Loser. more. <laughs> I have a lot more to reveal than you guys, and I'm saying no. I don't know.
5: I'm a pretty. Uh, <laughs> I got just as
6: much. <laughs>
5: I'm a pretty busty man.
6: Pause. Pause big time.
5: Zach, will you uh, will you do this on the campus of East Carolina? Go coat and
6: nothing underneath? I think I will have to pass. I do.
8: But you're a young buck, like you could get away with doing. I know something you like could that. say like
6: Maybe. this is the new style or something. I could. Yeah, I, I
8: could. mean, it, you, you because could, you because could
6: start a trend.
8: College, college is the time you can get away with doing that's stuff like true. that.
6: Experiment. Yeah, but, but on a Friday during the middle of the day, though.
8: But a middle-aged man who
5: you know. Next ECU basketball game. Oh, that I might. Be able you to and your boys, get your uh, sports coats.
8: That's it.
0: No shirts, no overalls. Wait, do you have the overalls? <laughs> do, yeah. Have you ever gone shirtless? Without with the overall game's plenty.
6: Yeah, yeah. I have a full purple. body. Have suit. you go?
0: Have you gone commando with it?
6: No. no. Oh, that's the, a, the closest I've gone is a full purple body. I thought like that a fair that's question. question. I know. I was.
8: I'm not ask saying you it. it was a fair question. Uh, okay. yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't a fair question. I'm just saying that was a little bit of an awkward question. It was. To ask.
0: It's an awkward question. But it history. has to be.
8: Ask. You gotta find. You gotta go somewhere and find a purple blazer. If you're yeah. gonna do True. that, that would be go that route. That would be sweet.
0: Jamie said
5: he's gonna go
8: big. You go big
5: jamie's got too much chest hair to do it well somebody ate their spinach <laughs> way to go jamie congrats I got a little
8: taco meat on my chest
5: i got i got a weird hair stitch because my <laughs> hair my hair grows fast <laughs> i got hair on my face um but like i don't have a lot of leg hair
0: you had, no you no, don't you have none it's you have like some on your kneecap
5: very uh sparse i don't have a lot of chest hair
0: it's all, in, it's on, all your on your head. face. It's on your face and
5: yeah. your head. Yeah.
8: Get out of my face.
5: Tyler's going commando right now, he says. Wow. I uh, mean, we need to, uh, well, TMI. Now got we need to take a break. Hey, look. Yep.
0: Sometimes you just got to let people know.
5: Let people know the situation going on.
8: Now I can't get the last 20 seconds of my life back.
5: All right, I'm going to get... When I put my leg up there with this, I look like the guy from AC/DC. Yes.
8: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean um, uh, Angus? Yeah, yes.
5: Angus yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, Brian Johnson's going Chicken to the legs. Commanders. Uh, all right, I'm going to put my hoodie back on, and we'll regroup. Zach Kaplan will join us when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Back with you after this. <laughs>
4: Shadow in the back
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Meta Spa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaSpa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show.
8: Welcome back, hey Pirate fans! Did you know that there's thousands of special needs children and adult, adults, rather, right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call one eight hundred dial ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at two five two. now let's head back in to prl here's clip
5: all right back with your pirate radio live on a thursday shirley rhodes intern zach intern max max claypool (laughs) special guest live studio audience zach Kaplan joining Sean and i in the pirate radio studios what's up zach
0: how we doing fellas that's great that's my trivia partner right there
5: and y'all did very well last night
0: Tied for first going into the third round, and we slipped in the third round and finished tied for third.
5: I think the team that won last night missed like two all night. The team that came in second missed three. Y'all probably missed four or five. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, uh, it was Super Bowl, a lot of stuff you knew, but uh, just couldn't quite get them all.
10: Yeah. I'm still mad about the Lynn Swan one. That one. I woke up this morning, I'm like, how did you not do that one? How did you not? I was thinking Jeremy the whole time, and I don't know. No one listening cares, but I'm I'm still mad about sports trivia last night. It's the yes. long and short of that. I had a picture of
5: Jeremy Lin, a picture of Andre Dawson, and I said combine the names for a Super Bowl MVP – and y'all were too young to recognize the Hulk, Andre Dawson. Bailey, don't tell Bailey about that one as a Cubs fan. Oh, I know. He will. might fire you. I
10: might, I, my, my, my key fob might not work when I try to go back <laughs> to the building.
0: I think they cut me. You ever seen
10: that video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, was that the Jets on Hard Knocks? Yeah, exactly. That's a tough way to find that
7: out.
5: Um, I've got a couple, and then this is just people antagonizing me. Jack... And I don't know if Ryan is antagonizing me or if he's being uh, legit, but I do want to talk about it. Jack said, Clip, what do you think about the Hornets? Clearly, he saw me on Twitter talk about it. Ryan said, Hornets made some great moves today. Great. Just stop. Just shut up.
0: (laughs) I don't have enough knowledge on the situation to say if it was good or not. I do. But – I'm seeing a lot of positivity when its Twitter, and it's scary.
5: I've seen the great day in Charlotte. Charlotte did some great things today. Doing great things on February 8th in the NBA would be winning a basketball game. Right? It would not be being 10 and 40 and trading away players.
0: And having hope for your future.
5: For picks that we probably won't even get. Who knows? It's like 2028 I'll we'll be dead by then anyway. Who cares? <laughs> like, none of this is good. Like, if you are praising an organization for admitting their crap, I, th- what are we praising them for? They haven't done anything. They're just losing.
0: Now, at least the Charlotte Hornets' like actual social media media handles are not saying, "Hey, what a great day this is."
10: No, these has are- that happened before. Are they, are they no, not on trade deadline
0: does hate when these, I had
5: to unfollow the Charlotte Hornets. When the Hornets
0: <laughs> social media team posts pictures of their outfits going into the game. Who because, has the best fit? Yeah.
5: Oh, God. When you're yeah. 7 and 32. Give me a
0: break. Who cares?
5: <laughs> I can't do it, man. Do the outfits gotta, on your own they, time. They
0: got to post something, man, because there's nothing else to post. That's just my take. Oh, man.
5: I, I, if you are celebrating the Hornets today, you're a loser.
0: I think
10: tell I mean, that former intern
0: Atticus because he is loving
10: it. Atticus Finch, call him up. I'm call him. I, I mean, it's it's clear, right? That, that that's the direction they're going in. They're they're going to go back to, I guess, another rebuild based on the way they're acting. And I don't know. I mean, if you're a Hornets fan, God bless you. Because this is what? How many rebuilds in the, in, in the hey, last? That's exactly what I told this numbskull Atticus. <laughs> now we're dialing it's him. Like, up. I'm glad you're happy.
0: Lord, please tell him that we're on the air because there's no telling what he'll say. I was about
5: to say, make sure. Atticus, you're live on the air. Don't say anything crazy.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. What's going on?
5: I said that if you're happy about what the Hornets did today, you're a loser. And Chandler said, tell that to Atticus. So I'm calling you to tell you that you're a loser. Well, I mean, it'd be
4: sitting there and just doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right?
10: They kind of are, though. They kind of are doing the same thing again. Atticus. I want to win basketball games.
4: <laughs> I do too, but how are we going to do that? We've got to shake it up. We have to do something different, right?
5: Yeah, like fire a coach and bring them in a few years later? What are we doing there? Yeah,
4: I mean, that's not what they're doing today, right? I don't care they're what
5: they're doing. They're, they're,
4: Here's what they're, they're doing future today. Assets. They're acquiring future assets. They're bringing in that some veterans. <laughs> we're, we're choosing a real direction for the future. Instead of doing what Michael Jordan would have done, which is the exact same thing, roll the same team out year in, year out, and expect you know things to magically be different. I'm just
5: not going to celebrate them for being crap and admitting they're crap, basically, by selling all these players and getting draft picks that will probably either never end up picking or will be bust. I just don't know how you can be excited about this franchise at all.
4: Because they're actually choosing a direction for once. And then those draft picks will probably be trade trips. I mean, if you look around the NBA today, there's a ton of picks to be traded around that are for future years. You know, oftentimes it's not you know this upcoming year or one year down the line. So those are just going to be future trade trips. I mean, they will kind of it an OKC-like approach to it. I mean, the Thunder have acquired a million draft picks over the, few, in the past few years. The Orange are kind of doing a similar approach, where they'll probably package those and trades later on down the line. So we'll see what new ownership does. All right. um, you can be consciously optimistic about what they're going to do, but they're, they're at least choosing a real direction and doing something different. So I was excited that, you know, this year at the deadline, they're not just sitting here and standing pat like they normally do. They're at least doing something this year. They're choosing a real direction and trying to put a plan together. So I'm excited for that.
5: Mike P says the Hornets put the ass in future assets. <laughs> <laughs> um... Jack said, "It's not a rebuild because now we have identified our core with Miller and Ball. Great. How many games? How many games is Lamello Ball going to play the rest of his career?
4: Yeah, that is that is the big question. That, that is that is the big point of concern for the Hornets going forward.
5: I hate this he's, franchise. He's,
4: he's one major <laughs> he, he's one major injury away from us having a real conversation. Do we move on?
5: Atticus, when will the Hornets be good? Give me a year. Just give me a year. They'll be good.
4: Twenty
10: twenty-seven. All right. That, that, that's pretty quick. Yeah, that for it, so. See, the problem with Plan. accumulating the picks, you don't have Sam Presti do, like, selecting the guys like he did in OKC. Hmm. And when Charlotte doesn't have that, I mean, you don't have anyone making the picks that you trust, and that's the issue.
5: No, Atticus got his picture taken with Mitch Kupchak, so he's like a Mitch Kupchak stan. <laughs>
4: Outside hey, the 2021 draft, which has been a catastrophe, but it's been all right with the draft. But there's going to be a new GM. We're going to have to give whoever that new GM is a chance, and we'll see how they do with the draft picks. So whoever's making these picks for the Hornets, it's not going to be Mitch Kupchak. So there's really no way to base an opinion off of a track record for someone who we don't even know who's going to be in that position next year. But all right, I can almost guarantee Mitch Kupchak's not going to be there.
5: Atticus, I hope you're doing well, and I'll talk to you in 2027. <laughs>
4: I right, talk to
5: you then. See you, buddy.
10: <laughs> I love that he was just ready as well. Like he was, uh, like, like he, he was ready to go. Big Hornets guy. Well, he's been the. I, I hope you uh, called him in the middle of class or. He in
0: the middle lives of in Charlotte. Goes to all the games. He's very highly invested in the uh, Charlotte Hornets.
5: He's been John Giff all day, getting pulling out the sword, getting ready like against the whole army of people who yeah. hate what the Hornets are doing, and yeah. just me bashing them. And then like two more people started bashing him off my tweet. So he's been ready to fight out of the corner. <laughs> For a lot of the day. He's
10: been he's been shadow boxing since the uh the first <laughs> since the Hayward trade was announced this morning. Uh yeah. Hayward out, PJ Washington out, whatever. Davies Bertons coming in. Don't know who that is. Case in
6: point. <laughs> <laughs> should I, Zach? I mean you, Intern Zach says you should. So I've been hot on the Hornets all day, uh on Twitter. I've been a warrior on there. a okay. loser. It's
10: it's okay to be wrong.
6: So yeah, we're ten and forty, but we got thirty games left. And that's 30 games we're going to win straight. (laughs) That's not going to
10: do anything for me.
5: All right, Zach, a couple things. So we've got some – I saw that – Shirley, let me bring you in too. Alex Moy will be joining the Pirate football team. Yes, sir. Yep. As a, I believe, a preferred walk-on. Is that right? Yes. A walk-on. I texted Larry Williford. And surely everybody's related in Farmville. You're probably related to Alex Moy in some way. Um, (laughs) But I asked uh, Coach Williford if he was related to Leontay Moy who was on the basketball team a couple years ago. Uh, One of the great teams. They always have a great team. Uh, And he said, yes, Alex is his younger brother. So I watched uh, Moy and Baby T and those guys play Bobby Pettiford and Minji's years ago. Uh, But there's always a pipeline of athletes there in Farmville. But Man, we love the the story of a local kid going to ECU, and uh, we got a Jaguar coming.
8: Yeah, we got a Jaguar coming, and I'm pretty excited about it because uh, we've only had, I mean, really in recent years, maybe a handful of uh, football players that came out of Farmville Central. Of course, you know, uh, historically, Farmville Central has had a really good football program um it's it kind of fell off the wayside for a little while and uh ron cook has done a cool. great job of of kind of rebuilding that program so we're starting to see some of the fruits of that labor uh with alex moy and of course uh, basketball takes center stage nowadays um where you know back in the 90s when i was going through school it was kind of a, a two-pronged uh a deal with uh you know, athletes. Is it was the football program was really, really good, but the basketball pro- program was real good too. So, I'm excited. I want to see, uh, you know, what he can bring to uh, to ECU, and I, I'm just, I'm stoked. I. I Anytime somebody from Farmville Central comes out and does well, whether it be for, you know, uh, attending ECU, uh, matter of fact, Baby T scored seven points uh, last night. Of course, 76ers lost, but he did register seven points. He played 10 minutes. So good to see Baby T. Uh, get some minutes in the NBA so anytime you see an athlete come out from my hometown and, and be successful uh, it you know I get fired up about it.
5: I hope this just opens up a Farmville to ECU pipeline. And, Absolutely. And you, would basketball. Hope it, you would hope it yeah. does for basketball. Yeah, I mean, oh, kind of, yeah. for anything. No question. No question and women's bring it on. Uh, have you been able to, to get out to some Farmville Central basketball games?
10: I have and uh, Alex like to that point I just wanted to add yeah. it's a great story because Shirley said it with Ron Cook. He told me today I'm kind of of giving away the story, we're going to run at six o'clock on WNTV Channel yeah. Nine. This is a
8: little teaser. He
10: um so after his freshman year, and I forgive me, I don't know who the previous coach was. I was still in college, so I was not here. Um, he actually wasn't playing football, so he gave up the sport. He, you know, there was some other stuff, what have you, and then uh, Cook actually talked him back into playing for i believe it was a sophomore year or right after a sophomore year and that is part of why he's a preferred walk on and not starting on scholarship so uh, cook kind of talked him back into it kind of bringing that program back up and we know what they are for basketball probably a a, a contender for the 2a title once again and uh yeah so it's kind of a cool story that he was so close to giving up the sport (coughs) entirely now he's going to be a pirate
8: and correct me uh, correct me if i'm wrong but he's also playing basketball is he not or did he, yeah, is he? Is he okay? Yep. I, I couldn't remember if he was playing both sports or if he just decided to give up one and just kind of focus on the other.
10: Pretty good baseball player too. I'm not sure if football interferes with that this spring, but mm-hmm. uh, certainly a part of that Jags basketball team that's going to be. You'd figure right up there as far as the top seeds in 2A when the state playoffs start here in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. I saw that three
5: Jacksonville Cardinals are heading uh, to East Carolina for football, and we will uh, talk to Dakota Marshall, former ECU DB, and former Jacksonville Cardinal coming up in Hour 3 of today's show, along with former ECU Defensive Coordinator Greg Hudson. So, great era of pirate football, Chandler, that we'll be talking about in Hour number 3.
0: Yeah, especially when you talk about the late— 2000s, 2008-2009 season, the back-to-back USA championship teams and Dakota Marshall was a big part of that as a player and of, co- uh, of course uh, a regular on our show now every Thursday, Coach Greg Hudson was a big part of that as well as the defensive coordinator so can't wait to hear the stories. What a great uh, start to this. I guess what we're going to do every week is uh, bringing on former coaches or former players and we started that last week with Brett Hickman and what great stories he told last week and hopefully Dakota Marshall can follow that up coming up in 5 o'clock uh
5: eric says the Hornets should start a new charity give all the druggies in charlotte tickets to games uh fill the seats get them out of the cold they could call it bums cheering for bums that's not nice
10: wow eric. that is a shot eric cross the bow yeah eric 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 eric
5: uh let's take a break on that can you hang out one more segment Zach? absolutely all right we'll uh we'll take a break come back Uh, might get a weather report a Clark LeClaire Stadium opening day weather report from Max Claypool next Friday. Let's see how good this guy is. Let's put him to the test put him on the spot. I'm gonna go uh, he's gonna lick the tip of his finger walk outside and tell us what it will be next Friday. That's how it works right? Yeah something like that. I think so. Look at the sun
10: I don't know. Triangulate it with uh, the dimensions of Clark Leclerc Stadium been around three times. Uh, more with Zach Kaplan when we return Pirate Radio Live on a
5: Thursday back with you after this. So really beautiful. We so beautiful. I wish I
8: was beautiful. So, 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 so. Yes, and
2: sharpest tune in the
10: shadows
1: You're listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Cliff.
5: All right, welcome back to the show. I hate the internet. I'm not even reading this. What is it now? A <laughs> you comparison. You of things.
10: Uh, what's that?
0: You hate a lot of things. The
10: older I get, Chandler, the more... I hate things. You could start a segment every week, Old Man Yells a Cloud, featuring <laughs> Clip Brock. Absolutely, man. I mean, people are the worst. Everything's the worst. Social media. Well, social media is not real life. A lot of people need to realize that, but it's sure. okay. Good lesson. Uh, it is a comparison from 2020
5: to 2024 and the Chiefs Niners Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson won the MVP. Lamar Jackson's the favorite to win the MVP this year. We hmm. can go down Washington. Last in the NFC East with 13 losses, same as this year. Um, Bruins and Maple Leafs finished top five in the East. They're both top five. Avalanche second in the West. The Avalanche are currently second. Hopefully the
10: Bruins go to the finals again. Uh,
5: Loser of college football playoff lost by three scores. Same thing. And then at the bottom, Panthers fire Ron Rivera after a loss. Commanders fire Ron Rivera. Winner of the Citrus Bowl scores 35. Same thing. Then at the bottom it says... <laughs> that COVID starts I
0: did not see that coming
5: Please, I was oh like alright so what is, is this something no. we need to
0: look forward to in the sports world no alright
10: <laughs> it's COVID um, yeah although I was I, I, I gotta flex for a second I was at that Super Bowl and I will not be at this one why seven. were you at that Super Bowl I was there uh, as, as a part of Penn State's coverage uh, I got to go for student radio and be at that game so awesome. that was the highlight so far uh, ECU going to Omaha will be will be the next big highlight, right? Man. All
5: uh, right, guys? What if Zach right. Kaplan could get ECU to Omaha? What if that was the missing ingredient?
10: I I'm, it could I, be. The missing puzzle piece. You know, I, I think, I don't know if uh, Cliff was trying to keep this close to the vest, but he's been looking for that Sunday starter. You know, he hasn't announced who it is yet. And it's you. I'm, I am Batman. Tell yeah, us about yeah. your uh, Batman your man. athletic career real quick. Um, Let's see. Cut from baseball freshman year of high school. Played football for six years. Played rugby for three years after I got cut from baseball. Where uh, so where are you from something. again? Boston area. Played rugby.
5: Okay. Was yeah. that a big sport
10: up there? It was getting bigger. Now it's pretty big. It was uh it was starting when I was in high school. I figured it was a good way to stay in shape for football. Yeah. And uh you know my you know you know my position I played in football, right? Guard. Left out geez <laughs> how old are you I'm talking about me being old is that the kind of jokes you're bringing to the
5: program that's
4: pretty good i, I don't i Chandler got, I got, I got it. yeah oh, come yeah. on oh, me i
10: me am an old soul
4: yeah.
5: give
10: me some credit
5: Left Chan, Chan. <laughs> thank, no Shirley. thank you back. Shirley. Shirley, yeah, Shirley, we thank need a you. reverse rim shot <laughs> that like we could take back after the fact there you go uh jenny hey jenny said is Hi, that jenny. ready for a fun first baseball season i'll answer that because last night, Zach said, I'm ready for baseball. You yeah. are excited for some ECU baseball.
10: I'm excited for ECU baseball. I'm not excited for Red Sox baseball, so we don't need to talk about that ever. You uh, and Shirley can talk about that during the season. Uh, man, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, they, they will be on Netflix, so they got that to look forward to. Um, I am excited for Pirate Baseball. I still haven't seen like the jungle and everything in full effect. Yeah, If we're being honest, I didn't really see Dowdy Ficklin in full effect when by the time I got here in October, so yeah. hopefully I can see both of those things here in the next few months. And you haven't really seen Minji's in full
5: effect. You've seen some decent crowds. I guess South Carolina, UNCW were good games if you were at those.
10: I'll never forget the UNCW game. We had you in 213, we had Ken Watlington in <laughs> 214, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'll never forget that. Uh, what a moment. But uh, yeah, it is going to be
5: exciting, and we'll be covering that next Friday. In fact, uh, can we get uh, Max uh, in here real quick? Max, can put you... Up, uh, put him
0: on the mic, Zach. <laughs> or you can put him on
5: that mic, yeah, <laughs> and headphones. You can get him on intern Zach's mic. I want to give a shout-out to uh, to Max because my dad was a farmer. And so growing up, if there wasn't sports on TV, it was the Weather Channel or local weather. That was he was he's Makes a sense. weather freak. So every time I meet a meteorologist in the area, I I go and I see my, my parents and I say, hey, dad, do you uh, do you like Max Claypool? I met him the other day. He said, oh, yeah, Max is good. He's good. So that's high praise coming from a farmer max that he enjoys your weather so I just wanted to pass that along to you
3: all right yeah that's uh it's great to hear i i want to meet him honestly <laughs> okay um no you, you'd be surprised though how many people are uh, sort of weather fanatics like there's there so many people that pay attention to it and really like it even if they're you know not a professional meteorologist um but uh yeah no i love it i love uh, eastern north carolina and uh it's kind of an interesting climate around here, for sure. Yeah.
5: So you were at sports trivia. Yeah, we call
8: it uh, the weather's drunk.
5: It pretty <laughs> much is. <laughs> Basically, that's what yeah. we
8: call it. Yeah.
5: You were at sports trivia last night. Do you have uh, a sports background at all, or are you were just hanging out? Yeah. Fun? So
3: uh, I played basketball in high school, um, and uh, you know I'm I'm a big fan of. Uh, I went to Illinois. Okay. So uh, I'm a, I'm a big Fighting Illini guy.
0: We have two Big Ten alums, by the way, in the studio right now: Penn State,
10: Illinois.
3: Well, if you know if they were ever good at the same sport uh, at the same time, we would definitely uh, be a bit of a rivalry. There.
10: We wouldn't like each other as much, but uh, Penn State always bad at basketball, good at football. Illinois always the opposite. Illinois lost in the national
5: championship to North Carolina in 2005. You probably how old were you in 2005?
3: Uh, I was old enough to cry.
5: Oh, really? So you do recall? <laughs> okay, there you go. Good, good deal. I was I was probably like, like six, six, yeah. six, I think seven um but illinois athletics they haven't not much to write home about i feel like lately
3: yeah i mean just you know trying to win the win the big ten in basketball um
5: so yeah that's. uh, max tell us what the temperature will be next friday when the pirates open it up at clark reclair
3: oh man a week from friday that's kind of far out uh i'm I'm going 60s without even looking
5: all right you heard it here 60s would be great if that is uh, not the case, blames uh, blame Max. You what, can send your e- angry letters.
0: What about the weekend, this weekend, for people that are, might be out in their yard uh, grilling for the Super Bowl?
3: Great question. Um, this weekend is uh, going to be warm. It's going to be warm. Uh, it's going to be cloudy. There's going to be at least some chance of rain, especially on Friday. Um, but uh, those temperatures are going to be nice. and it, It's been cold for a while, so uh, I know a lot of folks can uh, look forward to that. <laughs>
5: Zach, we'll get you back on, but Max, can you come in like every day and just try that? Just, we used to have a weather report on uh, Live at Cloud back in the D- day. Campbell, yeah. do you, Dude, uh, I
3: would love to, man. This is great. I, I love this place already. <laughs> you,
10: you want Max on the sevens? <laughs> <laughs> what, on what, what the
5: sevens. Well, how about on the nines for NCT Channel 9? Ah, there you go. Nine on your yep. side, baby. That's, that's a lot better. Um, Eric says Clip can you ask Max if predicting forecasts were equated into a baseball batting average what are you hitting what's your average
3: oh uh, I'm going to say my average is probably I don't know 600 maybe 60% of the time okay get it right
5: Is that a a pretty good number, I guess, for a 60%
3: of the time, we're right every time.
5: (laughs) (laughs) He makes Ted Williams look bad. (laughs) Think of it that way. All right. Well done. Good stuff. Thanks for uh, hanging out, Max. Yeah, thank you guys. All right. uh, Zach Kaplan joining us in the Pirate Radio studios. Kind of a quiet week as far as local stuff to cover, right, Zach?
10: A little bit quieter on the high school side, kind of coming to the end of the regular season. Pirate basketball, finally having a week off. I I know uh, Coach Schwartz, Coach McNeil, probably really excited about that. Makes our lives a little quieter, but, I mean, they're, they're getting ready for the stretch run here, so they need the bye week, both teams.
5: Uh, home game coming up for the women on Saturday. I saw the Scallywags uh, post something about that. There you go. Oh, 2 o'clock, so uh, they have won a couple in a row, looking good. Men will be on the road on Saturday, and uh, we are 30 minutes away. From waking it up. From uh, yeah, Get your your wink eyes ready. Uh, Shane <laughs> Winkler and the softball Pirates will get underway coming up in 30 minutes. So we'll be watching that in hour number three of today's
0: show. And speaking of Pirates, we'll talk about a former Pirate. Harold Varner is apparently in the lead right now. Is a uh, Pirate Mitch on YouTube yeah, said that, that uh, on YouTube, I think on YouTube you can find uh, The Live and maybe watch it. Well, but
5: Shirley was watching it or either a highlight earlier.
10: So he's not at the Wasted Management Phoenix Open? <laughs> That's all, another that's joke. All, that's all anybody no. is at that event all weekend. <laughs> no, we,
8: but we do have an ECU alum participating in that. Uh, Grayson Murray, I believe is his yep. name. Hmm. He's an ECU alum, and he. Uh, I, I posted a video earlier on our social media of uh, him uh, draining a birdie putt on the thirteenth hole. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we've got two ECU alums playing in individual uh, events today
10: that that event it is on my bucket list to go to the 16th hole in Scottsdale and uh that is if you don't know what it is go on YouTube that's a party anytime it's a hole in one it's it looks like it's raining in the desert uh, but it's beer my uh my grandmother
5: visited the station yesterday Zach you need to try out some of your jokes on her I think she'd enjoy it
10: uh, hey, think about the people watching TV. Come on, I mean, you gotta, you gotta know your audience. <laughs> Do you crack jokes on the air? So uh, like, you you got say now, no. you, now you gotta pick your spots. Maybe work it into the highlights. You know, make a. I think I made a welcome back Cotter reference uh, for welcome uh, for Tyrese Proctor's first game back for Duke. So like it's like subtle things like yeah. that. You can't detract from what you're trying to show, but you got to work them in with you, you know can't.
0: your 60 to 85 year old viewers are probably going. This
10: guy's all right. This guy. As long as they're sl- a little slap of the knee, a little knee slapper, <laughs> yeah, little you little knee know. Slapper.
5: You mentioned uh, sports bucket list. Uh, something you want to do? What are some
10: other events you want to cover? Omaha would be uh, on the list, but. Uh, what else comes to mind for you? Has to, yeah, Omaha has to be um, NCAA men's basketball tournament. I've been to a women's tournament, um, but hopefully get to a men's tournament. I'm in North Carolina. I feel like i got to say an ECC tournament, right? I mean, that that's kind of a no-brainer. What was the news earlier today, Shirley, about—
0: It's going to be in North Carolina it's good for news. the rest of the decade.
5: In Greensboro?
0: Between Greensboro and Charlotte.
5: Okay. I went to one in 1998
10: and went to every game— and uh, it was awesome it, it was, just, it was, was it fun. in Greensboro yeah and I, I feel like that's the place everywhere. that's kind of the iconic place that you, you gotta have it in but, isn't
5: it not to be old man again that was before they added all these teams and and, yeah. uh, and they, now it's all week that one, that one started on Thursday and ended on Sunday and now it's like a week long like thing Tuesday.
10: Get ready for Cal and
5: Stanford, yeah, Stanford and, SMU. and Cal SMU. Tipping SMU. off. SMU and Syracuse <laughs> on a Next year? Tuesday
10: Look. night in Greensboro yeah. I mean, that really gets your blood going when you think about it. I mean, that, that gets you excited. Um, okay, so
8: what was the question? Sports bucket list items? Yeah, what you got? I got two. I would love to sing Sweet Caroline in Fenway. And it's overrated. <laughs> I know it's overrated, but for someone who's never been to Fenway, I would love That's to true. go as a Red Sox fan. You're and from And two, two would be to attend um, a U.S. Women's National Team World Cup match.
5: I thought you Oh, okay. You went to what? I went
8: I went to the victory tour okay. when they won gotcha. in twenty
5: fifteen. I guess mine would be uh seeing Washington uh host the NFC championship. I'd much rather do that than go to the Super Bowl.
10: Have they ever done it at FedEx Field? Have they hosted an NFC championship? Bruh. When did the stadium open? No, no, what no, when did the stadium open? Nineteen ninety seven. Okay, so that's only off by like three or four years a
5: little more than that no they haven't hosted nfc championship <laughs> i could count the playoff games they've hosted they beat the Lions in 99 they lost to the seahawks when rg3 died in 2012 they lost to the packers with kirk cousins and, and the, then they lost to brady and the bucks yes covid year those are the only playoff games that have been there.
10: They've won one playoff two playoff games since the stadium opened. I think Ken and I looked this up one day. I think they beat Jason Campbell. It was either Jason Campbell was was it 05? No, they beat the Bucks in 05. Chris Sims was the quarterback. Chris Sims. Yeah. Yeah, there you
5: go. I'm not yeah. We looked up that box score not too long ago. Yeah, we Mark do. Brunel had like 37 passing yards <laughs> in <laughs> yeah. the win. Uh so not I wanna to, I want to see a NFC east championship. Honestly, Chandler, I when the Hornets were pretty good and I went to those games. Like, those are fun games. They are. A Hornets home playoff game would be a blast. And but I remember good God, watching, that seems like a pipe dream.
0: I know, now yeah. it does. And I mean, I remember watching those playoff games, you know, obviously the uh, infamous uh, purple shirt guy game and how loud the hive got. And I will say this, I think there's still some interest and you you might slap me. There's still some interest. <laughs> In Charlotte, because watching the highlights from last night's loss to the Raptors, like when Miles Bridges got his forty-fifth point, like the the crowd's pretty loud. They and were just also, glad
5: he wasn't uh, throwing a brick at his baby
0: Oh, uh, Okay, here we go. What? I'm I'm just saying there's they,
10: some truth to that, or well, there is.
0: But there's actually some there's still some excitement, and it's good to see. That's great. to
6: forever, They're man.
2: They're ten and forty.
6: You what know What many...
0: I'm saying is is that I like that there's still some interest.
10: I'll tell you how many playoff games I went in this year, and the answer is uh, Zier. Zier. Zier.
0: Zier. Zier. That, that was Zach's goal. I remember last night he said Zier, and I laughed. And then he said, I'm going to try to incorporate that in tomorrow's show. Zier. Zier.
5: Zier. Check. Um, and finally, on the bucket list greensboro coliseum charlotte time warner spectrum whatever you call it <laughs> uh wherever the venue is maybe the capital center is that still a, a place in dc uh thursday 3 30 tip off the 12 seed east carolina taking on the five seed providence in the ncaa tournament
10: bucket list that's up there. Just makes you want to hum the theme song, doesn't it?
5: <laughs>
4: Classic. <laughs> the
10: road to the Final Four begins here in Washington, where the East Carolina Pirates are in the NCAA Tournament for the first time in 30 years. Da, 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 da. Man, da, Hey,
5: who's with me? Who's with me?
10: Ian Eagle, Bill Raftery. <laughs> that's court, Ready to go. <laughs> As R.J. Felton hits a three to tie the game, Pirates end the game on a 12-0 run, force overtime.
5: Bakel Fungo! <laughs> what?
0: What's the dude's name? Ba-ba- Bean Cow? Bean Cow Fungo! Benso Vungo. <laughs> so, does Gus Johnson do some turn? He now?
5: used to, but he does not now. But if the Pirates make it, I think they'll bring him back.
0: <laughs> yeah. R.J. Felton to the line! <laughs> South Cag
2: stand up! Brandon Johnson from Kotan! From Raleigh! <laughs> he hit that one from the parking lot. Look at Mark
0: Schwartz! Playing defense on the sideline! Ben
4: Baella
0: from
5: Cone Toe! <laughs> Man.
4: Because everybody's gonna get that one wrong. Bill, how do you say this? CONTO! Toe. Canita. Does it rhyme
10: with onions? man. One day. One day, Pirates fans, they'll get there. I did this with Penn State. I I, I wallowed in the weeds with them. and They won a tournament game last year. It's the best feeling. And it stinks when you're not in it, which they won't be this year. East Penn State, that is. And uh, one day, Pirate fans will get to feel that feeling. What makes you say that? Because eventually, the tournament will include enough teams. (laughs) By the time our Daughters
5: have daughters and sons have sons. Uh, we'll have hundred and fifty-eight teams in the tournament,
10: and the Pirates will be right there on the last four. in they'll, they'll take the Ken Palm top one hundred, and the first forty will play playing games, and then they'll get to sixty-eight in the North American Conference Athletic Conference. <laughs> they're
5: taking on damn Sacramento Tech in the conference championship. All right. Menchies will be rocking. Zach, thank you for hanging out.
10: Thanks for having me. Anything uh, to plug? No, just nine on your side uh, to tune in, five, six, and 11 uh, during the week. You can catch my my ugly face, six and 11 on weekends, and uh, we'll just keep it rolling, try to continue bringing some good local sports content. All right. And uh, Matt Claypool on weather? Yes, sir. On the weekends, me, him, and Aaron Jenkins holding it down. Zach, let's uh, do it again soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, folks. <laughs> We'll take a break. Come back. we we'll get got our Fleet Feet Rundown
5: when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. More to go after this.
4: I a in the shade of an L on forehead.
1: Well, it stopped coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Did I make sense not to live for fun? Bring it smart. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Meta Spa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaSpa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is where all the locals go for Mexican food and fun. And come back here, microphone. Grab your amigos and head to Chicos. Uh, for the Gulf of Mexico, every Tuesday, a huge 38-ounce lime margarita for only $8.99. Wednesdays all 99 Mexi- Wednesdays, all Mexican imports are only two ninety-nine. on Thursdays. And uh, it's hot, excuse me, on Thursdays, it's half price house margaritas. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and online at ChicosRestaurant.com. And Pirate Nation, while you're on the way to see the Pirates play this year, be sure to stop by Shimmer Boutique on Greenville Boulevard and pick up one of the brand new custom t shirts from the ECU baseball players. There are brand new custom shirts from Parker Bird, Jacob Jenkins Coward, Deacon Williams, Ryan McChrystal, Wyatt Lunsford-Shinkman, and Danny Beal. The t-shirts are available now in both youth and adult sizes and only at Shimmer Boutique. If you live out of town, no problem. Just message Shimmer on Facebook or Instagram or call the store. Get one or all of the new shirts today at Shimmer and look sharp in the jungle this baseball season. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
5: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Chan has just put live golf on the tv for the first time ever in the Pirate radio studios
0: in the history of the Pirate radio studios Boy. john rom up the pod here the
5: only thing worse than watching pga tour golf is watching live tour golf but there is a pirate at the top of the lead i mean tour. i
0: wouldn't have it up here if it wasn't for harold varner being in the lead at five under tied for the lead
5: five under right now hv3 All right, uh, let's get to our Fleet Feet rundown. Fleet Feet! Brought to you by Fleet Feet. Go see Chrissy Lunyon and the great team over at Fleet Feet. They provide solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. They got the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe, including a 3D foot scanner that measures your arch, height, width, and more. Go see them, 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the Old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet! They run for you. Yes, they do. Where is that? Las Vegas. I was going to say, that's the big sphere thing. The right? sphere. What the hell is that? And what's going on in there? Isn't like U2 in there or something?
6: <laughs> U2 has a residency.
5: Creed. It's where Creed resides. The band? Mm-hmm. Or the guy from the office? Both. Wow. Um, Delaney went to Vegas recently.
6: She actually saw U2 in the sphere.
5: No way! Yeah. All right, we'll have to ask her about that next Tuesday. And who else your parent? What did your parents My parents were there. Did they go
6: to U two? I don't believe so. They didn't send me any pictures, so I assume no.
5: Did they uh do any gambling?
6: Oh that's what their that's what their secondary thing is behind my dad's work, yeah. Oh, uh,
5: so, so it was a work trip?
6: Uh for my dad. Mom gamble. But
5: <laughs> What's their game?
6: Their game is roulette. They love slots, but recently they've been on a roulette kick. Yeah. They had they gave me their strategy for it. And I don't know if it works, but they seem to like it, so Right. i lived at the roulette table on my cruise my junior year spring
0: break
5: my favorite game on the cruise uh was three card poker mm. i just I, I don't know it was uh fell in love with that it was fun
8: i got addicted to the claw machine that had the stacks of cash in it <laughs> i claw. i dropped some coin trying to change, the and, and obviously there's a method to the madness but there was this one guy who apparently had the the claw machine figured out because he probably walked away with a couple grand uh you know just at various times during the week
5: uh mr lewis on youtube says no no youtube no youtube well jeremy if you were looking for youtube i guess you could say you still haven't found what you're looking for it is a beautiful wow. day, isn't it?
3: Oh boy.
8: It is. It is.
5: God, I got this I think I'm having vertigo. Oh, here we <laughs> go. Uh, you know? Um oh man. Stop uh, before your head explodes. How many days before New Year's Day? Alright, last one. That was one. it. One. That was it. Fleet Feet Rundown, brought to you by Fleet
8: Feet. You do have mysterious ways. And Sunday, for some, you know, betters, it could be Sunday, Bloody Sunday. Every Sunday watching the
5: Commanders is a Bloody Sunday.
4: Bloody Sunday.
8: Welcome to Greenville, where some of the streets have no names. (laughs) Okay, that's enough. Okay, sorry. Me and
5: Shirley are going on tour as a duo. When I tap out, Y'all Shirley comes act. in. Yeah. <laughs> ah, good stuff, Shirley. Uh, Jeremy says we had a great view of the sphere from our room. It it does. It's a intriguing piece of uh, modern art. I will say, whatever the hell it is, I think it's
6: cool.
5: Yeah. All right. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, ECU update. Uh, the part get their softball season underway coming up at five o'clock is that a hard five or
6: 503
5: are they waiting on another game to end i don't know what all is going on so
6: i don't believe it's a hard
5: although it appears the tournament starts tomorrow oh so this is a game at charleston southern and the charleston invitational starts on friday charleston southern said
0: before we start our tournament we want you one on one.
5: This is a, as John Rossney would say, standalone, standalone, standalone game, because uh, they will play. This
8: is a play in game to the Invitational.
5: <laughs> if they win, they get into the Charlotte Charleston Invitational. Mm-hmm. If they lose, come on back home. Yeah. So they
8: play two games is tomorrow, two for games, the softball team? <laughs> 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 two games tomorrow, two games Saturday, one game on Sunday. Uh, um, and to the best of my knowledge i think there's not all of them are going to be on espn plus i think flow sports has got excuse that me flow
5: actually shirley today espn plus yes i know that one three games not televised mm. and then
0: there's the uh
5: college of charleston uh, saturday three o'clock flow softball classic Ugh.
4: classic.
5: and Flo then uh, their next tv game will be back home on tuesday when uh, they have North Dakota State on the plus. Okay. That is according to this schedule that we're looking at here. Be
8: right. That um, seems about
5: right. Intern Zach, show off your skills real quick. What do you need? Charleston Southern. Give me a mascot.
6: They are the Buccaneers.
5: St. Joe's.
6: St. Joe's. Hawks.
5: Cleveland State.
6: Uh, Vikings.
5: Um, North Dakota State.
6: Bison buffaloes bison bison marshall thundering herd fairfield they're the stags wow longwood uh mustangs broncos they're a horse of some sort i thought they were like the lancers they are the lancers oh is it not a
0: horse though oh oh,
6: yes yes okay
5: okay i'm gonna give you partial credit for that i'll
6: take
5: 0.5 yeah the lancers um towson tigers rider
6: they're also a mustang or something right
5: I want to say Bronx. Yeah. Like, yeah, I believe I they're the, the Bronx, but they do have a horse uh, logo, yeah. All right, pretty impressive. Should we give them Youngstown State? Go Penguins. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you have been promoted. You are now one of my elite employees. Uh, you missed some trash over there, honey.
0: What is that? And why were you playing it it's before a, the show? Uh, but that was very good timing to use it. It's a TikTok trend. Wow. And I thought it would be a good time to use it today because Alex Harper's usually hogging the video production over there. He's not in today. And I told uh, I, I told Zach this. Oh, you have been promoted you are now one of my elite employees uh you missed some trash over there honey
4: yeah
5: sorry congratulations zach
6: hey, what an honor what an honor
5: all right um we've got hoops coming up this weekend so the ecu women will be in mengees coliseum coming up on saturday two o'clock who we got
6: you know who we picking
5: charlotte playing yeah. charlotte oh, yeah. Two o'clock, ESPN Plus. Girls and women in sports games.
6: Big game for the conference, though.
5: Right, are you calling this a big ball game? It is. All right. He's putting big ball game status yeah, on this one. All right, Mark Lindsay. Zach so don't know about Mark Lindsay. You
0: don't know nothing about Mark Lindsay. <laughs>
5: you don't know nothing about
0: Mark Lindsay. A little bit for sure in terms of. Like I can see it on your face. Serious man, you got a seriously good season working, a seriously good day going
1: today, and a seriously good streak. On the line at the moment. <laughs> what must it all feel like at the? <laughs> I, I, I can I see, see it on your, your face. face. But uh, what must it all feel like? Just trying to keep things level. Level as you head into the weekend here.
0: You have a good day going today, Zach. That's what Mark Lindsay said.
5: Mark, man, that just he that makes me happy. It makes me smile. Do we have any more, Shirley? Here's some Blake, more. Mark. Where
0: do you feel like you've uh, you've learned the most about your defense so far? Where the, what have they gotten best? Uh, gotten better at uh best and besides what you just talked about where they got to get better at the keys to victory this week a little bit if anything if <laughs> anything
4: if you have anything turkeys
0: has got cooked up for thanksgiving here
5: man i miss mark Lindsay. what a guy
0: if anything please answer <laughs> if, if not don't answer
5: <laughs> uh hb3 update he's uh, at the top of the leaderboard is he uh, done for today i don't know is he i don't know (laughs) there's no way to know
0: we'll never know the live golf like leaderboard thing is very weird and i well yeah
8: because they do it by uh team and they also do it by individual player so because i was looking at the leaderboard during the break and i could not i was like where's harold i i know that he's on the aces team but i couldn't find the individual player uh leaderboard and then i finally found it
6: harold has three to play thank yeah. you zach thanks he's on, Zach. he's only 18 has three to play
0: he, it must have been a shotgun
6: they store. do shotgun to yeah. live. Yep.
5: all right national day update is national giving hearts day big hearts give big on national giving hearts day on the second thursday in february the celebration offers one of the best opportunities to donate to your favorite charity oh, so uh, if you're feeling okay. charitable today would be a good day to go do that here you go man it, thanks buddy it is National Iowa Day.
0: Iowa. Where's Patrick Mason
5: when you need him? Where's P Mace? Maybe that's why he was out yesterday. He's just celebrating National a day Iowa Day early. Yep.
6: Go
5: Hawkeyes. Uh Oh, this is, uh Mike Houston. Might like this day. National kite flying go day. fly flat kite.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, you pirate fans. Flat kite. You can go fly. Oh, not get
4: punched in the nose. You're to get
5: punched in the nose. I have not. Go fly flat kite, Flown a kite in uh <laughs> Decades. Fly a
4: kite. Excitement time. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Mike Houston out with a kite. He's excited for kite flying day. And it is National Boy Scouts Day. I was never a Boy, I Scout. Was a Boy Scout. I never made it. I was a... Um, you, you got cut. Were you a Weeblo? I was a Cub Scout. I Weeble. never made it to a Weeblo. You didn't make
8: the fifth grade. Uh, <laughs> no. My brother made it to Weeblo, and that was as far as we got. I Weeble. just
5: wasn't into it. So how far did you go? Uh,
6: I got to Star, which was... I did that up until I was sixteen, and then COVID hit, and I stopped. Mm. So
8: you weren't an Eagle Scout. I did either? not make Eagle. I don't know what the, the levels are. I just the only Star ones is I know is two
6: below Eagle.
8: Okay.
5: Um, I did r- very randomly because I I basically just had a triangle on wheels, but for the Pinewood Derby as a Ooh. Cub Scout, I won uh like a regional or something. Dang. With my little, it was a just a blue. With a yellow stripe triangle, and it, all these fancy cars, it beat all of them. And then I like lost in the next round or whatever. But that was my one memory from Cub Scout.
6: I can never get out of our own troops competition. We had some tryhards.
5: <laughs> hey, that's why I won. I didn't try hard. Yeah. He who tries the least wins in the end. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live. Greg Hudson gonna join us. And Dakota Marshall, former Pirate DB. All that ahead in Hour 3. Back with more after this.
2: a stage and watch a chomp like a candle. Dance, brush a speaker that boom to link your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly, when I play a dope melody. Anything less than the best is a felony. Love it believe it, you better gain weight. Better hit the fools that a kid don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook when my DJ revolves it.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Do you need custom T-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business organization or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at UniversitySportswearENC.com The official sportswear provider Of Pirate Radio Now let's head back in to PRL Here's Clip
5: Back with you Pirate Radio Live Cranking it up Because Coach Hud Greg Hudson is here Inside the Pirate Radio studios How we doing Coach? I'm good, good to see you guys Shirley's got your song ready to go I went back in the archives and uh, found some old Greg Hudson that we used to have a long time ago. Do you have those, Charlie? I, I can't remember. I think you were just talking to the media one day and telling a story, and you went into a nursery rhyme, and so you hit this one. Yeah,
9: roses are red, violets are blue. The guys in the end zone, the ball's on the two. <laughs> you drop that, dropped that one on us. Great. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a story from the old neighborhood we played in the. Uh, St. John's Elementary School, where Roger Staubach and the Larkins went. And uh, we would play uh, the school a mile away, St. Savior, And it was uh, the Turkey ball at 10 o'clock on um, Thanksgiving morning. Oh, wow. And the the neighborhoods would get together the night before, and it was a blowout for the big reunion thing. And it was, I was in seventh grade, actually. Not that I remember this, and I'm scarred by it. But uh, Ricky Eck broke away for the game-winning touchdown, and it was over. In St. John's, my team, was going to be victorious. Finally, I would have a Super Bowl victory. And roses are red, violets are blue. Eck was in the end zone, and the ball was on the two. <laughs> and it was over. So
5: you hit that one for us, and I don't know if we kept asking for more or if you just gave us more. No, I was getting uh, – <laughs>
9: Your, your owner was drilling me on him. Give Troy
5: Troy loves some rhymes. Troy, Troy was and Jonathan. Right. Yeah. All right. So you hit another one uh, on the phone with us one day.
9: Blue is a violet and red is a rose. And if we don't win this game, we're gonna break Wes's nose. Yes, that was a great one.
0: <laughs> I hopefully, that's did. why. Is that why he can't do the stock market report? <laughs> he can barely. You taste. broke his nose. Yeah.
5: <laughs> he I the- forgot about that one. And then I guess things just turned south because here was the last one we had.
9: Roses are red, violets are blue. Let's just break Wes's nose anyhow.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Screw the rhyming scheme. We're just going after Wes's nose. Man. Ah, fun times fun we times were
9: winning games when those things were going on yes
5: sir yes sir and uh, we'll talk about so a good era of fun era of pirate football with dakota marshall coming up in about 20 minutes or so he'll join us on the pirate radio live line we'll see if we can get some good hud stories out of Ooh. dakota and yeah. vice versa uh and chandler you did a little research yeah i dakota. did some
0: research uh going back to 2006 when he was a red shirt freshman and finally made the uh he he made the travel team and was able to go to the bowl game and apparently he and he never flown but he also had participated in a a hypnotist oh yes so i'll I'll ask him about that
5: oh you got a uh, never flying story was he scared or something Oh, he lost it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can't not wait really. to bring not, that up. Not
9: too bad. <laughs> okay.
5: Yeah. Well, I hear, I mean, I hear about that now with guys that, and I haven't flown a ton. I don't really find it pleasing. <laughs> he I was, will say
9: he was right. He was very, I think he might've been right in front of my wife and I. And, I don't think I was very controlling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that.
5: He's old country boy. He's used to like big trucks and tractors instead of planes. Yeah, now know. he owns them. Exactly. Uh, we'll talk to Dakota coming up. Uh, Coach Hud, you, I saw a headline, and I was going to bring it up. I wanted to compare it to the American and other conferences, uh, but I, I couldn't find those numbers. But uh, anyway, the SEC is going to distribute about $51.3 million per school for the twenty two, twenty-three fiscal year. Um seven hundred and forty one million to its fourteen member universities, fifty-one point three million per school. And you say for them, that's only gonna go up. Oh yeah. And you say they're still not gonna have as much as the Big Ten.
9: Correct. <laughs> I mean it's you know, what's the what's a billion one billion? When to, you hit that bit much, yeah, well, what's the difference? No, it is. Uh, you know, I actually, that reminds me of a meeting I sat in probably, well, 11 years ago. And an AD was telling us that the this was going too fast and escalating and the market can't keep up with it. And I think he was just trying to prevent from having to build new facilities. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, you know, now you're looking at, you know, the, the billion
5: A $19.2 million increase from the total that was distributed uh, by the SEC in 21 and 22. Mm -hmm. Um, So where does all this money come from? Is this TV deal solely, pretty much? I mean, yeah,
9: okay. That's from the SEC network.
5: SEC network and I guess the deals with CBS and Mm -hmm. ESPN and everything across the board. So... Where do you have an estimate on what like at East Carolina gets from the American? What is that number? Do you have any idea? No, if we're if they're 51.3 per school, I'm are st- we gonna start chopping some zeros off 10% of that? <laughs> are
9: we like at uh 5 million? I, I don't know. I don't. I, can't, I couldn't tell you, I wouldn't yeah. be fair to even guess. Um, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's public record, you could probably find it. What, and, what are you doing over here? Are you. In the <laughs> I mean, well, he has Google.com pulled up.
0: Yeah, I'm just ready to roll. I'm <laughs> you guys, because I have nothing to. I have nothing. It's to like to a horse, you this. can
9: sleep, stand here. <laughs> <laughs> his, his eyes are open and he's dead asleep. Well,
0: Harold Varner did just uh, take a shot, so I, I was watching. That. We had an
5: HV3
9: update on the live tour. Um, so it's a lot of money. You and also you know made, what? Yeah, good. And to the naysayers, you know that it's it's there's all this wrong and there is there's a lot of things wrong but there's a lot of things right too and uh a lot of money uh goes to those universities a lot well you made a comment about teams in
5: the ACC you know are they going to jump ship i i never thought we'd live in a
9: world well, where remember. you know
5: USC and UCLA were in the Big 10 i
9: would well, have said we actually do i mean you got to remember now there used to be the Big 8 yeah you know what if became the Big Twelve in the Southwest Conference? True. And I never. Then the <clears throat> SEC started. There used it, to be the Metro Conference. If you'd have told
5: me there was a possibility of Duke and North Carolina not being in the same conference, I'd say you were crazy. Now I could definitely see that happening. Crazy not to? Yeah. If you're what? I mean, it's, to me, you
9: just have to be justifiable to the board and be able to tell them why you don't want to uh, be part of this amount of revenue that could right. come in. I don't understand, unless it's going to come from somewhere else, but I don't know of any organization, maybe outside of the, the dot coms, I mean, who turns down 50 million a year And and you know, it could go up 18% the next year. I mean, that's a pretty good investment. Man, and you just kind of throw tradition out the window at this point.
5: It's it's all about... It's you a know, new tradition. Well, <laughs> there you go. I guess so. Chandler, I know you're not happy. You like things the way they've always been. I like been.
0: things that stay the same. Well,
5: you're going you to hate sports, buddy.
9: You can. I already started to hate it. Yeah. Change is great. Mm. For who? In athletics. The life expectancy of a team is only one year. It's going to change. Your roster changes, your your whole personnel changes your stadiums change your i've uh changes. yeah i mean you change I, your underwear <laughs> I i've kind of said you know you can't
5: you just can't get attached to coaches or players anymore in college athletics
9: well pull no. for the school and and you can follow them in a different way you got attached because you only saw them at certain times you know they were <clears> you <know>, there's three <throat> networks and then then we got espn and now you can follow a player, and it doesn't matter what you know, what jersey they're putting on um, anymore. You know, for the specific alumni, I I agree. Well, I was referring just to like ECU fans following East Carolina. Yep. It's tough to to get attached to guys now. Yeah, I, I can understand that. It started <coughs> with basketball. You know, that was the first sport that really um, the the one and done. Because uh, I my myself, you know, I used to be able to name. The starting fives and uh, basketball teams in college uh, all the time. Who was you know for years? You always knew who the center at, at Chapel Hill was. Well, on that note, I'm glad you brought that up,
5: and I I can't believe I just still have this random memory. But Clifford Rozier. Mm-hmm. So he went to North Carolina in 90 91. I just remember my dad <clears throat> acting mm-hmm. like how big of a deal it was that he would transfer from North Carolina to Louisville, and this yeah. was again 90 91. And now we don't bat eyes at anything. Like if a guy That's stays,
9: we're surprised. It's, what's wrong with him?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but nobody wants him. What's going on? But that just tells you like how, how different it is. That's been 30
9: plus years now. But. Yeah. I, I, You know, with the quarterback and the tailback and, you know, anytime that somebody's going to get, you know, possession of the ball, you know, you're going to see that position transfer because everybody wants to have the ball in their hands. Now, when an offensive lineman or somebody transfers three times, you know, I I get skeptical. I want to know. I I still believe the portal's full of uh, of a lot of underachievers. How do you look at it, coach? Because there are
5: people going after your services while you're the defensive coordinator here and, and elsewhere. So there is an aspect to it that if well, if the coaches can do it, should the
9: players be allowed to do it? Like, how do you? Here is a problem. Take I, all that, that I had, and I ran into it for for the longest time, and it's with any job. I mean, you didn't get a raise for winning. You got a raise if somebody else offered you a job, right? So that's why guys were always keeping their eyes open. Yeah, and usually when you took a job, it was for uh, a better opportunity and. Then you want to know when you do finally get a job offer and suddenly they come back and they want to give you a $30,000 raise. My question was, where was the money yesterday? <laughs> right. You know, We hiding it? <laughs> just You could have said, hey, you need to do this a little bit better. Then we, you know, you know, those are the things that you, that you see. But no, I mean, you just hear about it because of the internet. It's, it's. Everybody, It used to be a guy wasn't uh, texting or whatever. You had a reputation. They called you a phone coach. Because back before cell phones, the guy that was on his phone all the time, the perception was he was always working something, mm-hmm. staying in contact with somebody. Or, or we used to write a note, you know, like with our hands, with a pen. You, you know. used to do that? Yeah, back in the – yeah. Yeah, with a pencil. <laughs> What's that? The thing I'm going to stick up your nose.
5: (laughs) Speaking of uh, texting, uh, Jamie's an Indiana guy. Kelvin Sampson got in trouble for that back in the day. He said, uh, tell Coach Hud, boiler down for me, IU versus Purdue Saturday night. It's gonna be a bad day for candy stripers. <laughs> uh, yeah, as long as Zach Eadie shows up, uh, yeah, there'll be no be fouls.
9: Running. There'll be no fouls called. <laughs> Indiana will have sixty fouls. Zach will have forty points.
5: You're ready for a two and a half hour game with a lot of free throws. Uh, we'll get a break in because we got to call Dakota. Dakota Marshall going to join us on the show. We'll talk some pirate football and more when we return Pirate Radio Live here hour three on a Thursday. Back with you. After these words.
8: Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And as we head back into the show clip, I have a Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard update brought to you by the Buck. The Buck. East Carolina softball out to a 1-0 lead. Heading into the bottom of the first over Charleston Southern.
5: All right. And Link. I believe we uh, got that cranked up now yes. on the TV in here. So we'll be watching some Pirate softball as they begin their season. Pirate baseball getting underway coming up uh, next Friday at Clark LeClaire Stadium taking on Rider. All right. Um, we have the bat signal out for Dakota Marshall. Hopefully he will answer the call. And uh, join us here on the program. Coach Hud, Greg Hudson, joining us here inside the Pi Radio studio. Super Bowl 58 coming up on Sunday. Coach Hud, how many
9: Super Bowls have you attended? One. Which one? The Steelers and the Cardinals in Tampa. Great game. Oh, nice. Great game. Harrison, San- Harrison 35 taking it 99 yard, uh, yards. 35-yard oh, yeah. line, about 20 rows up. Man. Santonio Holmes had the great catch. Two seats down. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> what? Yes.
5: Did you see him or smell him? Was there was there a, there was in a the large
9: air? individual in between us? <laughs> Did you talk Bodyguard. to him? Yeah. Did you say. Is it, yeah. Yeah. Is he like as advertised? Cool guy? Whatever. He was cool, but you know everybody wants to watch the game. You know, um, you can't get. You know, when the celebrities go there, they're always got somebody with them, and yeah. and everybody wants to watch the football game, so it's not a big um, chase session. uh, It's not right now. I can't imagine what the clientele will be at this Super Bowl when you're dropping five figures for tickets. Well, I said last segment, we're talking about our last hour bucket list sports
5: items. I'd rather see the commanders, which it'll never happen, host the NFC championship rather than go to the Super Bowl because it would be all fans there rather than
9: the Super Bowl. It was. Pretty extravagant. Yeah, I'm sure. It's worth doing. They have a, uh, <clears throat> the commissioner throws the NFL tailgate, and just about every living uh, that could make it Hall of Famer was at it. That's cool. And I was fortunate enough from an agent to get uh, two tickets to go in there, and um, they said, we're going to have some music here in a little bit, and Journey comes out to play. I'm like, okay. <laughs> just a little garage band, you know. <laughs> and this guy was playing the piano. Uh, in this one area, and just people are walking around, and he's playing. And I said to my butt, this guy's really good. He looks at me, goes, duh, it's John Legend. <laughs> you know, this guy's got a future. Hey, he's this got, guy's got something going for him. This guy's got a chance. <laughs> <laughs>
5: my, my dumb ass. <laughs> uh, Jamie paid $500 for a cold Super Bowl ticket uh, in Miami, second to last row. 500 bucks, but... When? got to see i guess that was bears. the uh colts over the bears prince i mean basically oh. you prayed played for a uh, prince concert if that's the case who prince yeah what yeah. about him played He's at the, the super bowl I'm oh sure
9: with colts bears in the uh pouring down rain yeah yes. purple rain Pur- in the rain in the rain
5: who played halftime the one you were at
9: bruce springsteen oh wow see that the story gets even better it was great yeah <laughs> I mean, I, I was a, it was beyond a home run, uh, except my one buddy, my best friend, was, was there. He wanted to start taking pictures at halftime. I was like, are you insane? This is a boss playing. Nobody moves. <laughs> <laughs> it was great baby we were born to run that's uh that's awesome awesome. so were you there as like a guest of someone or did you have to pony up or how'd you get to go no it was uh the the crabtree brothers and my best friend okay uh, novello from cincinnati and was around my birthday and and we we were where was that game did you say tampa okay it was great awesome how
0: long when did you get in and
9: you know how many days before (laughs) the friday morning or did we go thursday how was that good? I don't remember. We had, you know, the night before we 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 had some fun. My my buddy from home can uh, he can he's a salesman now he can get it done and he got us he got us into a private party because he told him I was Trent Dilfer. Okay, <laughs> I it, could see that, a little and bit. it worked. And it was the Kardashians and Reggie Bush's <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> party. Wow! Yeah and uh uh, that was that was uh that was interesting
5: uh uh we had the wrong super bowl for jamie he saw saints and colts Ah. he saw a peyton manning pick six and a onside kick and a loss but he did get to see the who at halftime hopefully that makes up for the who who yeah uh not a bad show i would imagine why is Trent Dilfer getting invited to a Kardashian party? You is my question. Lose he was
9: uh, games in the NFL and still win.
5: <laughs> Thank you, Trent Dilfer. Kind
9: of sound the same too. <laughs> I could
5: hear Coach Hudd <laughs> saying some
9: insight like that. That was dumb. <laughs> no, he was uh, Kardashian you know, and Reggie. Bush. He was uh, former Tampa quarterback. Yeah. Uh, he was on the on TV ESPN. at that point. Yeah, he was pretty popular. How about uh,
5: speaking of which trent Dilfer, not as high profile as deon sanders but like former players going into coaching what you think of the dilford uab
9: experiment they got going why not you know they uh looking for a niche looking for a way to attract players and uh i hopefully it works for him yeah and it with
5: him and biff it almost is like they're they're treating it as a hobby like yeah, because if little... it fails
9: they're still fine yeah, there's a there's a little, little to that maybe I don't know I think uh, I think uh, Dilfer's a, you know a football guy obviously I mean he's he's been through it at an elite level and uh, guys guys won a Super Bowl I mean geez why not and uh, and he's coached you know he didn't just uh, show up and coach yeah. for a, one year and do it you a Biff guy you like Biff
0: <laughs> have you met Biff.
9: I like I like the University of Charlotte, <laughs> but it's I don't the whole sleeveless thing just <laughs> yeah at least look good in it right you know I don't I don't get it I don't see how that um, if you know the the if athletics is the front porch to the university that line's thrown out sometimes that front porch <laughs> looks a little different like at least look like that right. I actually right there said, when did he get a beard? <laughs> <laughs> when uh, it looks, That looks like
5: him. When Charlotte came here and whooped our tail, I had been talking junk about Biff. I was like, this guy is a joke. This is going to be a joke. When they came here and won, I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to embrace my Biff. Good by you. If you can't beat them, join them. I cut off every sleeve I had in the house, coach. I wouldn't have gone that
9: far. didn't <laughs> <laughs> go that far. I didn't cut
5: my head off. <clears throat> Uh so yeah that it uh, uh, that experiment worked in year 1 I'm interested to see what happens uh moving forward with Charlie It'll Charlotte.
9: get old fast right yeah yeah that's all the flamboyant and the flare and all that crazy stuff is you got to produce and you got to produce well it'll flame
5: out eventually yeah. mm-hmm. uh you got a uh are, do you have a rooting interest in the Super Bowl do you
9: care Niners Chiefs
0: Is there any connections with the two teams
9: No Oh yeah the uh, Good friends with the offensive line coach, Andy Heck of the Chiefs. We were, uh I remember him teammates as a and classmates. Yeah, he was first round pick. We just we came in the same year. He came in as a thin tight end and left as a 305 pound first rounder tackle. He's a great, great coach, great offensive line coach, and uh, he was he was the reason I got the interview with uh, Jack Del Rio. So he's a, he's a good man. His sons uh, played, uh, gone on to play. I think his one son played at Chapel Hill, I believe, offensive lineman. That's the only one I know. No, I know the video guy. It's San Francisco. Okay. (laughs) That's about it. There you go. The Eric Spolstra of San Francisco. But I don't know. I couldn't even tell you who's going to win this thing. How do you? I don't know.
0: Well, the line's close. Is it still at San Francisco? San Fran,
9: one and a half. So (laughs) Somebody get hurt? Did it
5: drop? uh so it started like two or two and a yeah, half yeah. and immediately went down people started betting on the chiefs i guess yeah and it has just sat there for two weeks
9: basically at the same number i listen to a, a podcast sometimes in the morning if i'm working out in the morning uh does uh steve zabel zabes you ever heard of him he's a nut zabe ben no nah. where's he from Z D C Maryland, yeah. DC yeah, okay. Guy. I know what you're talking about. His name starts with a C though. A C-Z. C yeah. Z. Yeah, okay. I know who you're talking about. Uh, a B uh, E. He had this guy on, and the guy had a good point. He was he was eighteen eighteen over eighteen rushes by uh, McCaffrey. Mm. Niners win. We were talking about props earlier. You want to throw your prop to Coach Hudd?
0: Sure. All right. So I have a quarterback prop, and it involves rushing. So I have Brock Purdy. Over three and a half rushing attempts. And before I tell you the line here, I do have some key points. And the key points that I have is, one, Chiefs allowed the third most rushing attempts to quarterbacks in the regular season. The second point I have is that they have allowed the most quarterback rushing attempts in the postseason. Then they have 11 quarterbacks that have exceeded three and a half rushing attempts in the regular season. Now, in the postseason, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen easily got over three and a half attempts Rushing attempts, Tua was close. He got to three. Now Brock Purdy in the two games that he's played in the postseason this year, versus the Packers, he had six attempts. Oh, versus the Lions, versus the Lions, <laughs> he had five attempts. The line is plus one thirty-five over three and a half.
9: What's one thirty-five mean? Uh, bet uh, shows you how much I know. Bet hundred. I am, am going to dissect that for you.
0: Bet
5: hundred, you'll win one hundred thirty-five, two hundred thirty-five oh. total. Oh,
9: gosh. How stupid is that? How do people do that? We have no lives? <laughs> I don't
4: know. Good answer. Well,
9: first got to take the word out. That's compl- I'm going to have to have you resubmit that, the writing. There's a lot of uh, grammar. uh mistakes. Uh, those oh, really? are not rushing attempts in the NFL. It's a scramble.
0: It's a scramble? Yeah. So even if it's like that a play design call- How do you know? Like a quarterback draw.
5: Now I'll say this: When you're or like saying a quarterback sneak, your Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson runs are different than your Purdy runs yeah, because th- how I many was designed say, runs? Tell me who the,
9: like right now, take Baltimore out of that. Yeah, and take Josh Allen now. They do a take lot him. of design now, runs. Now Josh here. Allen, they're designed, and you know both those guys. And you know what? I don't care who you're playing. If you stick to enough quarterback runs and you're willing to have the guy's head taken off, <laughs> you're going to get yards. You just are. So, you know, to Pur- that I say figures lie, liars figure. We'll figure that out by Super Bowl time. Oh, man, you're both your brain Can you put smoking. that in bullet points for <laughs> <laughs> me? Um, now, Purdy- Put it Lee- this <laughs> way. If any quarterback runs in any level of football, they're going to win. If you can't stop the quarterback runs, they're going to win.
5: Now I'm just thinking about RG3's Rookie of the Year season in 2012 and how he looked awesome and then his leg died that can that can happen i mean how do you i just got frustrated because they were like you can't use him this way but if you don't use him that way you're not going to win and be successful so what is there a right answer there i I don't know yeah the, (laughs) the scouting department blew it meaning what they he's a backup because to use him at his best ability, ability he's just not you know, going to be there. for It was for you.
9: all that Baylor flash and everything right there. Again, he was Rookie of the he Year. He was unbelievable in twenty twelve. But he's going to get hit. But he also yeah. Joe Jackson was the greatest ever till he got hit. It's it's a sad, 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 sad story. But Cam Newton eventually it just broke him down. Now he had a lot of good years, he, but he got a lot of mileage because he not only ran. Uh, in the NFL, he ran a lot uh, at Auburn. He was also a tight end playing quarterback. He did have That's a year, a couple of years off, a little bit, you know, before he was at Auburn. So when he was behind Tebow, and going in that apartment, what did he had a laptop. Yeah, a laptop. Found it before it got lost. <laughs> Uh, Supposedly. <laughs> it ended up in the river.
5: Pirates got two on, nobody out in the top of the second inning. This
0: is sloppy softball. As
5: the they play down. This what? is early February
0: softball, yeah. Chandler. We're, we're live, Coach. Re- we're live. We're playing ball in
5: February. This is awesome. Down in beautiful Charleston.
0: East Carolina baseball starts next Friday, Coach. Yeah, that's... that's Good fun. bunt. Mm. That's that's fundamental
5: you know
9: baseball uh, softball. This is, uh, You're going to see a lot of that with ECU baseball. Why today. wouldn't women's softball start first? That's a great idea. Yep. Get out of the
0: gate. Got some tournaments going on. This is a, well, this is the actual game. Tomorrow they'll start a tournament in Charleston.
5: So, yeah, first game just of the NFL. Lay it end down. Lay it down. Pirates are going to have two on in scoring position with one out as they are tied at one apiece. Um, just saw this coach uh, from the Seattle Times. Uh, Chip Kelly oh. apparently here? wants nothing to do with UCLA anymore and seems to be exploring options with the NFL, with the Seahawks and other Big Ten teams according to this headline what? so Chip Kelly of course head coach uh, at UCLA he, he says uh, this article says if the barrage of media reports is to be, to be believed Kelly is so tired of UCLA that he's willing to become an offensive coordinator in the NFL or potentially a play caller in the Big Ten I don't know why the relationship has soured so much because um, they don't love football yeah it's <laughs> just it man <laughs> Just tough to be at a place that doesn't... Gonna, they want the check, and they'll take the beating. How's that going to change? What are they going to be in the Big I,
9: Ten, coach? I think... A cellar dweller? No, or they, I, th- I, I think they're going to give people fits. You know, there's going to be the... Oh, it's the black and blue Big Ten and stuff and physical. They're running spread offenses in the Big Ten. Oh, it's nobody's changed. lining up in the eye and running the power.
5: Unless it's an Iowa... Northwestern or some, or any Iowa I was game in one back. Iowa is a, but there are some high scoring open offenses in the Big 10 now. It's not mm-hmm. the same as it as it was.
9: The stereotype. Yeah. Uh I can see where maybe the elements play a factor in right. from about October 15th on. I mean, you're going to get you know, you're going to go to East Lansing and it's going to be fuggly. It's, it's <laughs> going to be you know it's going to be sideways and playing down at Iowa. It's going to be great. They are not man. going to like that. I can just tell you, they will not like that at all, and they will hate purple the rest of their life after that. I just, I mean, it, uh, pink. When I see pink locker room. Oh, which uh, who does that? Iowa. Iowa does the Some, pink locker room. Imagine this building, everything, everywhere, like in the, the floor, the corner, everything, pink.
5: What a what a mind game.
4: <laughs> it's brutal.
5: <laughs> when I think Big Ten, I just think of turning it on and it's gray no matter what game it is. And everybody there is bundled up and it just mm-hmm. looks miserable. Yeah. And you loved it, right? I no. loved it at Minnesota. Because we had a dome.
9: Did
5: <laughs> <laughs> you play in the Metrodome?
9: Yeah, Dump. The Dump.
0: Is it still yeah. there?
9: I don't know. I think they imploded it. Is they got a new one, a beautiful new stadium, but they're outdoor. Uh, they're on campus stadiums, fantastic, and uh, but it's uh, you're gonna pay. F- you're gonna pay in the, when the when the when the gales start blowing. <laughs> yeah, the Twins got an outdoor p- park. Uh, what's the Target Twins just, gotta oh, yes, uh, to, uh, twins man, just got to nice. Qu- just gotta make it the Twins? That does look nice. Twins just got to make it the April thirtieth. And they're in the clear. <laughs> Pretty brutal uh,
5: getting there. Let's take another break. Shirley will come back more with Coach Hud as he joins us here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. East Carolina trying to get another run in. It's one to one in Boom. the second inning.
9: Two I've outs. Out of, I've been out of baseball so long, I get to say it. Ducks on the pond. <laughs> Ducks on the pond, baby. Ducks on the pond. We'll
5: uh, give you an update Let's when review. we return. Let's review. <laughs> Pirate Radio Live. Let's read this. Back with you after this.
4: No, yeah. no,
1: listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show
8: welcome back fifth street hardware restaurant and tap room is your favorite place in downtown greenville for lunch dinner or drinks with friends Fifth Street serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 1030 on Saturdays and Sundays. You can follow Fifth Street on Instagram for the latest events and specials. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room right beside the State Theater in downtown Greenville and the Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of pirates they're open seven days a week with live music every night with the best lineup of full bands on the weekends and ladies get in free Sunday Fun Day is still rolling with free pizza and cornhole tournaments starting at three o'clock check them out on Facebook and Instagram for the latest on the music lineups and we'll see you at the Buck now let's head back in to PRL here's Clip
5: all right back with you Pirate Radio Live talking 2008 2007 era Uh, so coach 2008 you're talking about forcing turnovers i've been trying to look it up during the break i found something 2008 team defense these are opponent turnovers per game because there's a decimal east carolina ninth in the nation at 2.4 that sound about right that's right yeah that's uh that's a lot of takeaways yes
9: we were we were very
5: stingy you were, and, uh, and the offense didn't give it up that much. From Kevin, like I remember. Kevin
0: Gidry with a touchdown.
9: Oh, yeah. KG. Uh, Kevin Gidry with the first touchdown. Mm-hmm. A, little, yeah. f- a little play action. I'll tell you, what, Simmons... you know what's the best part of that touchdown? Look, what was the time of uh, possession? They cranked that thing down the field. Um, as the guy says on NFL films, they just matriculated it down the field. Hank Stram, Hank I think, Stram, was. matriculated to the end of field boys. Coach Hud, you called a great route for
5: Travis Simmons uh, when the quarterback threw it right to him for an interception for a touchdown. He ran it was a the bad route. Throw.
9: He ran the route forty. My again. goodness, was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guarantee you when he did he, when he threw it, was there somebody in a purple jersey of largeness near him? Ah, uh, yeah. And I, if they weren't near him, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure they were having a few words to him. Oh, uh,
0: literally, Linville's sitting there like barking at him.
9: And right how about here. how about Big Linville? Uh, a
5: convoy into the end zone.
0: That's
9: that sprint right there by him, that was watched by many scouts. Oh, that just him getting down the field after Look
4: the pick. At Look Josh. At Josh Smith. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
9: that is what we did at the beginning of practice every day. That that was our drill right there. We did that. They had practiced that hundreds of times post intercept like getting down the field after that was our uh, our, our so. pursuit drill off the interception yeah. we made him sprint all the way to the back of the end zone well it it worked out yeah those guys were fantastic
5: man y'all were hitting uh Josh Smith by the way we brought his name up some uh yeah,
9: I saw him last weekend he's just great my you favorite know, you know the thing about Tulsa that field we we went back there in 09 <laughs> we got five turnovers wow I, didn't, I don't That's even when remember Jay that. That's Ross scored. That's and 12 he tried.
0: turnovers in two games in three years.
9: I told the D-line if they ever scored, they I didn't care if they got a penalty, that they could do something. He tried to do the eyes <laughs> and toes. He stopped halfway through it because he said he was exhausted. <laughs> I feel
0: like Josh Smith was hoping yeah. there would be like a pick or something or like a, a scoop and score. Because look at Josh Smith here. He gets up and he runs and just rams into that guy he's like dude I hope there's like a scooping score so I can just run and hit somebody
9: that's what those guys did run
5: to the ball Man, Uh, Josh Smith uh, I remember and I've talked about this on the air with him I think it's okay Uh, but he showed up to pro day after a long night at the bar (laughs) And, uh, and he admits he was like man I'm just out here having the time of my life I get to do this in front of NFL scouts sure why not it was just another day of the yard for him guy was a machine It <laughs> was awesome and you uh, knew exactly what you were norman get with him norman whitley to the house hey here this is a good time to do the uh coach hud uh number game chandler <laughs> name right. a, a player's number see if coach hud remembers Ooh. all right let's or go should through. we do a name and you say their number no, just saying
0: <laughs> uh let's go with i'll start easy Thirty-four.
9: Oh. One of your guys pierre uh, we'll just yeah. go defense yep Yeah. All right. 49. You got to remember, sometimes you can wear each side of the ball. That's true. Who? Uh, 49. 49. Uh, Scotty Robinson. No. No, no. he's 52. 53, I believe. 53. Yeah. Does yours start with a J? Yes. Okay. First name starts with a J.
0: Last name starts with a C. Yeah. Linebacker, Jeremy Chambers. Jeremy
9: Chambers. Play of his career? Uh, Hawaii. Okay. He's the one that hit the guy then got the fumble at, ah, at the uh, when we had to stop him. Got you. But he also is a guy that physically grabbed Pat White and threw him <laughs> on the ground by himself. Yeah. Scotty had... Sneaky a, good player.
5: Sneaky good. Didn't Scotty get Pat White near the goal line? I want to say. Uh, that
0: was uh, Case Keenum in the 0-9. That's what that, oh, the championship slung yeah, him down like they, a ragdoll.
9: They yeah. could figure out. You know, that... That we ran a twist on the weak side of their formation. Every time they got into two certain formations, and the linebacker called it, and we named it the the call for the twist because there was two different ones they did based on the formation. We said rock for Coach Rogerman. Also, the guys were yelling rock, 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 and then they'd run that stunt, and uh, it it worked all day. So they never adjusted to it.
0: It was him and CJ.
9: Going around and whoever the tackle and and the end to that side were, which is usually Scotty to the call most of the time.
0: Mm.
9: So, throw out another number. Let's see. Yeah. Um, Man, I'm weak. On this uh, number four. Uh, what's his name? The safety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who? Was his that? name is Van. Van. Oh, Van. Eskridge. Van Eskridge. He was hey. a bad dude. Hey, All right, here you go. Ninety. Van. Van was also known as Friendly Fire because he would hit you <laughs> no matter who you were. Ninety. Ninety. Big fell on the line. What D lineman was that? The Linhol? No. Nah. His running
5: mate. At tackle.
9: Oh, Jay Ross. Jay, Jay Ross. I feel like there's uh You know those guys. Those two in particular and Josh. Uh who was the fourth guy? I don't remember who the fourth guy was, unless I should. Um
0: It wasn't Khalif Mitchell, was it?
9: Yeah, it was Khalif until— Mikhail Brooks was on the line. Yeah, it was Khalif. Mikhail started as a freshman. We threw him in there, didn't we? In '09. So we got to the point in in 08, we were getting ready to play Houston, and we were stopping the run like mad, like crazy, and we wanted to get to this passing attack. So we finally just—I told the defensive line and CJ and those guys, I said, listen, stop the run on your way to the quarterback. Quit playing the run. Just frickin' when they snap the ball, just go. And if they run the ball, you tackle it. That was our adjustment. That's good coaching right there. I don't know why everybody <laughs> On your does. way to killing the quarterback. And I said, if you need any uh, help on technique, watch the original Longest Yard. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: Alex Harper chiming in on uh, YouTube, Chandler. He says, I know a good 49 on the ECU football team.
0: That would be him.
5: I guess uh, that's what he's wearing currently. Alex, why aren't you here? What's he doing today? He had a team meeting. Is this quarter. our snapper? This is our long snapper. Has he been practicing <laughs> every day, Coach? Just yeah, for you? Here sure yeah. he is. <laughs> right uh, Fifth Street. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie says, "Does Coach Hood have Joe Montana in the phone directory?" No, no Joe. Have had a phone conversation with him. Who's the best quarterback in your uh, contacts? Quarterback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drew Brees. Is he in there. My old one. Yeah.
9: That would be it. I was just thinking Purdue. Great guy. Great player. All right, so in that... Champ- they changed the game a little bit now with that bubble screen, they were the way they were running it. Whoo! That was and, a pain.
0: In that championship game in 09, you go to the half, mm-hmm. 19-14. You give up 10 points in the third quarter, so you're down 24-19. hmm Third quarter ends, what are you telling your defense?
9: Don't change anything. We got them right where we want them. Then we, we, we were... They threw it, did they turn it over how many times in the fourth? They turned it one Well, the Van turn- had the pick at the end. The turnover before that was at the other end. That was big. We got, we got that one. We were banking on, we told Coach, they're going to throw for 1,000 yards, and they're going to turn it over five, six times. But they're not going to run it for a foot. <laughs> and both teams, we knew if they ran under a certain yards, that's the only times they'd been beat. They ran. What did uh, Houston run? 30, 31 for twenty-eight yards. Yeah, and which is crazy because the now, weather the was thing. not good that day. What's the other thing? Nobody got on us. What play did nobody break us on? The screen. We were screen killers.
0: Yeah, Case Keenum five for. Yeah, they threw the ball that day. But here, you, here you go. Three interceptions. What was
9: his? Uh, what was his yards per pass? Per attempt.
5: Well, he threw the ball 75 times. Yeah. 75. And lost. And to your point. Uh, as he a, lost. As a, as a team, 19 carries for 30 yards. 1.6 yards per rush. Ball game. Yeah. I got the ring. <laughs> you can have a picture of it if you want. Patrick Petey threw the ball 34 times. Case Keenum, 75. Mm-hmm. Man. that hurry
0: up. Yeah, you won the turnover battle 4-1 to one. Houston
9: gave up the ball four times champions champs, champs back-to-back baby. which is not in the new section of all the nice stuff in the athletic facility where they got all the trophies and the fun stuff they still got the peach bowl up from 66 66 when did they win the peach bowl
0: 91 <laughs> <I'm
9: just kidding. laughs> <laughs> i did see well, They the, don't uh, have back-to-back conference
5: championships up i saw the hawaii bowl trophy the other day when i went and talked to coach schwartz
9: i still in the hall i didn't see the, i don't know where the conference usa trophies are they couldn't say well yeah you had a great year you won a championship you barely beat them uh, but, but no we won two in a row two i'm lobbying here a little bit i hear you
5: let's take a break Shirley. we'll come back wrap it up with coach hud greg hudson here on a thursday back <laughs> with you pirate radio live after this
1: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. It was another good day for the stock market. The Dow was up 48 points at 38,726. The Nasdaq was ahead 37 at 15,793. And the S&P He was up just two points at 4,997. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show.
5: All right. To Dakota Marshall's credit, he called. He said, man, I just got off work.
8: He's a hard, hard-working
0: man. Are
5: we going to make him run, Coach, or uh, are you going to give him no a pass? No way. He will run me over in that truck. <laughs> <laughs> we told Dakota we'd catch up with him in a couple weeks because, Coach Hud, you'll be gone next Thursday. Correct. So we will reconvene with you in a couple weeks. Yes. Enjoyed it, man. Always. Another trip down memory lane. I like to do this on Thursdays. Yeah, so I enjoy it. All right. We'll uh, see you fine folks coming up Friday. Shirley, thank you. Zach, good job, buddy. Chan, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Coach Hud. For the crew, I am Cliff Brock. We'll talk to you Friday on Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. See
1: you, Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.